Welcome to the Lost Lowdown Podcast 154 with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We are back, continuing our season three, I guess, recap commentary series, uh, covering the Mobisodes today, Lost the uh, Missing Pieces. Yeah. Um, Didn't so, think we were yeah. going to skip these, did you? No, this is, uh, this is part of the experience of the show, is uh, here's some stuff that may or may, may not matter. Uh, <laughs> They're the pieces that are missing, they have to matter, Mm-hmm. right? Because, like, every missing piece is equally important. That's what Usually, I learned. Usually, yeah. But maybe if you have infinite missing pieces... Yeah, then maybe it's not as significant. Yeah, so this is what we had. I don't... I didn't actually do the homework. I know we did a podcast about these back in the day, and I know that they came out um, between season three and four, mm-hmm. um, which is where we are right now in the commentary series, as you all know. Um, so this is the right time to watch it, and it was sort of something we had to to tide us over in the meantime. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is what we had to think about during that period. It was, it was you know, a nice little bonus. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Battlestar Galactica did that too. They did these like these like web episodes um, in between seasons, and um, I don't know if they. I guess they still do that, or do they? I don't know. I feel like no shows that I watch now actually do this anymore. That was... Okay. Yeah, I think it's a very rare thing to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But it was... They were messing... Actually, I, if I remember right, I think the writer strike, which occurred in season four, was uh, partially uh, caused by, or at least um, a big factor was the, the sort of... Uh, compensation for yeah. these, these web episodes yeah exactly. Uh, like that was a big issue um and so uh so there's a connection uh between that and the writer strike which obviously will uh alter this season later on mm-hmm. uh, in a way we can we can see but yeah it was um it was a weird thing they were like they were on uh, they were on, like, they were supposed to be on mobile phones, I guess, which is why they were called Mobisodes. Yeah. Um, like, you watch it on your mobile phone, and people were like, I gotta buy Verizon to watch fucking Lost? <laughs> like, really? Like, yeah, it was like, wait, my phone can play these, but you're saying I don't have the correct thing that'll just do this? And yeah. And point now, and... Yeah, they, they, they tried to push TV on your phone, and yeah. they thought that's how people were gonna watch episodic you know stuff on their phones and it's like no youtube will handle it all thank you very much yeah and i mean eventually um i guess they had youtube at the time how old is youtube i guess they did yeah they must have right i i'm losing track it was around the same time um that it was getting big because they definitely were posted online Mm um i was able to watch them uh, even even early on, because I think eventually they actually posted them on the official website, so that you could just yeah. go in there with a browser and watch them. You didn't have to have Verizon or whatever service it was. Mm-hmm. But they were, you know, because they had a specific sponsor that they were linked into. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it was. I guess it was weird, like new media experimentation or something. Mm-hmm. Um. But the result is, like, a lot of weird little scenes that um, maybe wouldn't necessarily fit in any actual episodes. Um, Mm -hmm. And so they're kind of like a cross between deleted scenes and 
I don't know what the other thing would be. Like, it reminds me of like their version of the Animatrix or something. Yeah, yeah. There's a little bit more stuff we couldn't really put in the movie. Yeah, exactly. Like sort of an expansion of the, um, you know, the official canon of the show, I guess. You know, mm-hmm. more even more so, I would say than than the uh, you know the web experience. What did they call those things? The like interactive things they did a couple times. You know, oh, the yeah. lost experience. Because mm-hmm. um, I think the big difference with these is that they tie into stuff that's like literally on the show. Yeah. And they have characters from the actual show. <laughs> yeah, that helps. You know, um, whereas like the lost experience was always like pretty tangential mm-hmm. um you know the dharma stuff like when you watch the dharma stuff like you never saw you never saw like the dharma people from the show you saw mm-hmm. like fucking alvar hanzo or not alvar hanzo or was it alvar hanzo who was that guy yeah it, it was alvar hanzo you see him you know but you're never gonna okay. see him on the show yeah exactly you know yeah, and um, it feels like cheating that they get to use them, and it's just like, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of bullshitty, and I don't really even buy it. I feel like Alvar Hanzo is this mythic figure that can never be seen. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he lives only in our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> he's Santa Claus, basically. Yeah, and you know, in that scary building where he's mm-hmm. like looking out. You know, like that image is is so. I, I love that as the only thing we ever have of him. Yeah, know? the only reported sighting is that one foot one one picture. Yeah. Yeah, and that's all you get about him. Even though for a while, I mean, mainly in season two, I feel like a, a point came in the show where I stopped expecting mm-hmm. Alvar Hanzo to come and play a role. You know, I feel like basically Widmore is the Alvar Hanzo character. Yeah, basically. You know, I mean, he isn't tied in with Dharma, but. He, he has that function, you know, he's a big, uh, you know, uh, international business mogul, and mm-hmm. he's got some weird secrets relating to the island. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they if they had more time that, that you know, Hanzo is the one who uh, recruited Widmore when Widmore left the island. You know, he's like, yeah. let me show you the ways of the business world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that would make sense. I could totally yeah. see that. That's really logical. Because it's weird. It's a weird path he goes down. Because he's... Widmore is there from a pretty young age. I mean, we see him when he's, I don't know, 18, early 20s, something like that. He -hmm. lives on this island. Who knows how long he was there before that. And he gets banished when he's... He was old. He was probably 50. Uh, I don't know how young they were trying to... He was supposed to be a bit younger. But, I mean, it was was only 10, 15 years before the present day. You know? In that time... (laughs) He builds up a business empire? Like, it's crazy. I never even thought about this. Anything's possible, right, in capitalism. Like, uh, wow. You can do it, too. Wow. Like, he, he gives this impression of, like, old money or something, but realistically... Yeah, because of the because of the McCutcheon, you think he's an old... He, he was born into money yeah. and power and privilege his entire life. Because he, you know, how he's introduced and how he's looking down on Desmond, but it's like... Yeah. It's like, dude, you were on, you were living barefoot on the island last Not week. Not that what long you... ago, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never really put that together. How weird that is. Yeah, I haven't thought about that either. Wow. Um, <laughs> I can't believe it took us that long. <laughs> wow. 
Wow. Yeah, it, it, they get away with it somehow. That by the time you reveal his origin story on the island, you've known him so long as this built, you know, billionaire playboy Charles Wishmore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that like um, you don't you don't wonder. Well, wait, wait, wait. What does that mean? Like, yeah. How did you how did you become that guy? How does that how does that life make sense? Yeah. You know, like how how did you leave and become that? You know, it's crazy. Like I just imagine if Ben, you know, and Ben did leave the island for a while. You know, he did not become a Widmore. They all had money somehow, right? They did have like, money. Why? That's why? True. Why did they have access they, to money? I don't know. Did Jacob do that? Uh, did they? Did they have business ventures? Others business ventures around the world? Um, were they really good investors? Uh, I really don't know what we're supposed to think about why they had money. But mm-hmm. the, but when Widmore is banished, I'm assuming that I mean, unless he stole it or he he like he like used his the information he had when he was still the leader. Like, he shouldn't have had, I would think he wouldn't any longer have access to the other's fund or whatever they were using, you know? Because <laughs> um, it's true, Ben had money, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, he, did, there was, he didn't make Linus Industries or anything, you know what I mean? It wasn't, it didn't seem as though he actually did anything. Well, it almost seems like they wouldn't have really had money as a group until Ben gets in charge, right? Because it, it seemed like, it seemed like... Uh... They weren't leaving the island when when Woodmore was in charge, right? Yeah, you know, right. until he started leaving. Until he started leaving, yeah. That's but true. it seemed like you know, so it's like it, maybe he was he started leaving and then he was building up a business. Yes, maybe that's leaving. when he was building the empire when he was leaving. Yeah, and and he like he it wasn't enough. That's so weird. That's I weird. think that, I think it's supposed to be some some idea that he was sort of capitalizing on the secrets of the island or something in a in a in a in a capitalistic way. I don't know. I don't know. I, I somehow had that idea that like that's yeah. that was the idea behind him. Like he got banished, but he was like you know that's why you know it's like a you know Jurassic Park. Like he's you know he wants to get back to the island so he can continue making money off of it. He's run out of ways that he's exploited what he know knew already you know i think they insinuate something like that i think ben insinuates something like that in season yeah where he's like winmore wants the island because like i think what he suggests is that he's gonna like bring tourists there to admire Locke and his ability to walk or something i i, th- I think that's what he <laughs> that's a really lame attraction <laughs> it, it, i know i know it's it's they're gonna be really disappointed no matter what you <laughs> like charge. uh just the guy standing up uh yeah. hey hey guys i couldn't walk before <laughs> i couldn't walk before Not but guess you what can really tell yeah i promise <laughs> I you it's true take my word be for lying. it I'll show you a picture of me in a wheelchair for whatever that proves. Is that convincing? <laughs> Are you glad you paid $10,000 to come here? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. But I was thinking about just from a character point of view, like what it says about Widmore that he he was, you know, he's in this group, the others, but he feels the need to leave the island um, and uh, like go start this like mega corporation you know, like somehow just surviving on the island with the others, protecting it, whatever they do, like wasn't enough for him, mm-hmm. you know? And then at the same time, when he's banished, he uses all his resources to try to go back, you know? And yet when he was there, he was leaving, mm-hmm. you know? It wasn't enough. 
Like, it's kind of strange. I'm not sure I really understand his character. You don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> I guess that's what it is. <laughs> Story old as time. I guess that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. He just he just didn't realize the island. You were, you were my baby. And then I lost my baby. Gotta get my baby back. <laughs> Gotta get my baby back. Yeah. I guess so. I guess so. But it's still, it's just a bit strange. I mean... It could have used some explaining. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, one of the problems with Widmore is how sketchy his motivations are. Mm-hmm. And, and like, what I'm talking about is really a small part of that, because it's not even directly relevant to the plot. It's, you know, it's more just about his, like, character motivations and stuff. But um, a lot of the stuff he does, I feel like... Um, doesn't really it's it's hard to, it doesn't really make sense like they don't provide a clear explanation yeah you know um in terms of what he what he cares about and what he's even thinking um <laughs> and what his goals are you know like say say that he he sends this freighter and they they capture ben uh-huh then what like what's part and then you you kill everyone on the island or whatever you know, then what? Like, what's what's the you know? What then I mean? then he he's free to own the island and run it however he sees fit. And then he just owns the island. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm just. It's sort of like, is that it, or did he have anything more specific in mind than that? I mean, <laughs> what is his attachment to the island? You know what I mean? Like, is it just because he was in the others and they're sort of taught that the island is special or does he believe it's special for some other reason? You know what I mean? Like it's not clear why he's even attached to the island because we don't see anything in his backstory that shows that he has any like intrinsic connection, you know, not like with Locke or even with Ben Yeah. where they have these like really uh, personal uh, things that happen to them on the island. And you can see why they have this connection. You know what I mean? Like, it's not there. Yeah, I think he's a pragmatist in a way where he's just like, well, that was a crazy place. I can make money off of that. Yeah. It's hard to know what his motivation is. I would love to see that, though. I would love to see, like, can you imagine the profit margins? Like, you know, I just, I want (laughs) to, I want to hear. Is he, he's Christopher Lloyd? Yeah. (laughs) Was that Christopher Lloyd? Great Scott. Like, I just, I I would sort of like, I would like some lines where he's like, yeah, that's what I want, you know? Mm-hmm. I want to go there and profit from it somehow. Or, you know what I mean? It's Or I just want it for fans. Or a, a very easy thing would be like, he's dying and he wants to go sure. back so he could be healed. Like, that or would something. be great. That would be or, great. Or, um, yeah, I think, I think there was this undercurrent with this character that he had, he had stumbled onto something big and that if he got back to the island he could like complete this long mission and you know that's the that's the, the i feel like that's the general pain feeling you have when you watch his character over time but then it's kind of like yeah what did you want like i don't think there was a big a big deal you know like if he was like okay i i, I you know i before i left the island i found the light cave but ben kicked me off right before i could like you know really investigate it Right. And now I'm going to come back with Desmond and I'm going to use him to like unlock this this, you know, energy whatever force field or whatever he whatever idea he has about this. You know, it's unlimited energy, you know. 
it's the it's the gold mine of the next millennium, you know, right. or something like that. And yeah. we have to tap this electromagnetism for for all this energy here. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's like they're almost saying that. <laughs> right. Right. You know, because they come back and they they're looking for these pockets of energy. It's like, why are they yeah. looking for the pockets? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's the answer is just who knows. Um, the answer was never mind. <laughs> and yeah, don't even think about it. Um, yeah, it, you when you said that, it reminded me of this line when Ben goes to him, um, you know, to, in season four, um, and he walks in his room and he's like, when did you start sleeping with a bottle of scotch by the bed? And he goes, when the nightmare started, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> Sorry, this is so melodramatic. It really is. It really is. But it makes me wonder if if he that was having what? Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's so vague. Well, is it is it nightmares from the future when you massacre the Ajira passengers? That's what I'm <laughs> wondering. If he's is having it... like you know, like Kate ends up having that scary dream where, where Claire appears. You know, mm-hmm. like, I'm wondering if it's something like that, some weird island related dreams. Like, is mm-hmm. that is that part of what's motivating him? I mean, they never say that he's just or is he just having nightmares? Because, you know, it happens. Yeah. Like, you know, I just it, thought, you know, it would have been an interesting reveal if um, if Widmore's name was on the list. Oh, you mean like the candidates like yeah like if he was on the cave wall oh yeah 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 yeah. that would have been an interesting little extra connection to why he's so involved with this island in this sort of um amorphous way of like yeah, i gotta get back there if, like he knew that and he actually wanted to be and he mm-hmm. would be sort of competing yeah and he thought well who's ever leader of the others will be the prime candidate to be right. Jacob so I need to right. kill Ben and become get my place back. Yeah. Yeah, he wants to be king of the island. Well, it's kind of the same thing, but it kind of it's a different motivation for it. Yeah. A specific reason for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is sort of what I was missing. Yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> why is he doing it? Yeah. Yeah, like why like I understand that's what he wants, but yeah, there should be you know, it's it's not clear what he views as the intrinsic value of the mm-hmm. island for him. Like, what is it yeah. exactly, you know, that you stand to gain from this? That you yeah. can get from just, you know, as I've heard from, you know, other uh, sources, like, uh, islands can be bought, you know, um, <laughs> that are a lot easier to find and probably just as beautiful uh as as that one and so uh why not just do that you know what i mean if there must be something about that island right if he's going to go to all that trouble for that one yeah maybe he maybe he uh he left his sunglasses there <laughs> and uh <laughs> he really it was his favorite pair, his favorite and, pair uh, he just really wants to get him back yeah uh, they're his favorite shade <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we don't make those anymore. He knows he knows exactly where he left them. He, yep. he just he just needs to get there and uh I just gotta walk there and pick them up. Yeah. And I promise I'll there. stop bombing you guys as soon as I get my sunglasses. <laughs> and I'll be out of your hair or just you know, I've been thinking about him all these years and 
Yeah, no, it would have been it would have been awesome if uh if if he that would have been an extra little twist too. Not only was he candy, but he 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 knew because yeah, he would have maybe found that cave at some point, you know, with his time on the island. And, yeah. and if he you know, actually that would have been a great motivation of why he started leaving the island. Yeah. You know, like if he finds this cave with this, you know, writing on it with his name in a list. You know, um, that might, you know, with other stuff going on, on the island, it might have motivated him to, like, seek out answers somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it's weird. It amazes me how he and we're getting into it now because season four is like season mm-hmm. four is pretty much the the height of Widmore. Yeah. Um, because he's the primary antagonist in a sense, you know? Yeah. Like, Kimi becomes the practical one because he's the hired goon who's really doing the damage, but Widmore's behind everything that really mm-hmm. is going against our our mm-hmm. main characters this season. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that big confrontation between Ben and Widmore, it really seemed like that he was going to be the main villain for the show at that point. Yeah. You know? And it's only later you realize like how insignificant he really is. Well, like I mean, that really was the point of the show made every season, right? Is that whatever mm-hmm. the big thing is right now, it's not the big thing of the show. Yeah. Whether it's you know the smoke monster or it's uh, the uh, the Swan Station. You know, like all the big things they set up. It's like, yeah, this is about Winmore now, but yeah, it's be about Winmore forever. You're right. You're right. I think um, uh, in season one, maybe it wasn't totally defined. Mm-hmm. Um, in season two, they made the switch where they sort of tell you, you kind of think Tom is in charge of the others from the mm-hmm. end of season one. And they tell you, no, 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 there's another leader. And you discover, oh, it's Ben, you know? So they string you along further, yeah. And I think Ben's, yep. Ben's apotheosis comes in season three. I think, we, yep. I think we've passed the height of sort of his powers. Because I think yep. everything he does after this is him scrapping. Um, yeah, no, he was, he, was, he's, he was at the top, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of all downhill from here. And at a certain yep. point, like, he's getting his strings pulled. Yep. You know, um, and he's not he's not even working against our characters anymore, mm-hmm. you know, and so he's yeah, not he really gets an dethroned and, Yeah, he gets dethroned and he becomes kind of, uh, you know, you, we, you see that in stories sometimes. But like, yeah, um, where the guy who's on top has to, like, you know, hang out with the uh, the former good guy, you know, his former enemies yeah. just to survive. Yeah. You know, now they're now because they're all in the same boat now. Right. You know, none of them. You know, he can't play the game of I know more than you, therefore I have the power. Right. You know, when, like, Locke shows up <laughs> undead. Exactly. And, uh, and he has like, no idea. see Jacob, and he's like, oh, okay. I don't know what's going on here. Even though I will give him credit, his first thing is like, oh, I knew this would happen. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is what I was expecting. That's why oh, I was yeah. like, oh, you got to get the body on there. Because I was like, he's going he's gonna to yeah. come back to life. Because, like, that's, that's obviously, you know... <laughs> that's a great i mean that that's such a great character trait like like the, the ability to like take credit for magic yeah you know like call yeah. dibs on it yeah it's such a funny thing to like oh that crazy thing yeah i just made that happen yep 
That's all me, guys. Before you yeah. even question what happened there, I just want to say I take credit for that. Yeah, which which definitely ties in well with him sort of faking the cabin, you know, and 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 also rolling with it when yeah. shit really does start to happen. Yeah, because it shows like even a dead guy coming back to life, he's not shaken enough by that to still try to use it to his own advantage. I was gonna say he's actually a great improviser. That's yeah. really one of his biggest. He would do great in improv. Like he's a yes <laughs> hand. Like, he's he all about yes hand. He stays in character. Um, he 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 yeah. He just completely rolls with it, and nothing shakes him until the scene's over. Like yeah. Yeah, no, that's really what he's doing a lot of times is just like going with it and and maintaining his control and uh, and manipulating, you know, calculating and calculating. Right, and I, I think I think this a big that's a big power shift that happens there because the man in black knows he's lying, mm-hmm. you know. He he knows he's full of shit because he's believing he's Locke, so he really yeah. doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he's going to use that to, you know, to manipulate him. And so, like, he's sitting there thinking, oh, this is great. You're going to take, mm-hmm. you're going to just buy into this. Perfect. Yeah. Like, you're not even going to be suspicious. He's got, he just legitimized it for him. He's yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, nothing to see here. The ben, ben knew it. So we're all good. Okay. That's what yeah. happened. Yeah, like that's 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 you know, and I'm gonna go to the others, and Ben already thinks that I'm really locking back to life, so yeah, you know, that gives me an extra bit of credibility. He was probably like, "Wow, really was that easy?" Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like it seems like it should have been harder. Yeah, but because of Ben's like crazy improvisation slash you know ability to like lie and manipulate on cue. It, it it really plays into his plan. Whereas usually in those scenes, it would be Locke who believes Ben knows what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just turns out to be wrong later. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so of course the power reverse happens when it's not Locke anymore. Yeah, it's crazy. As usual. But yeah, it's... um. Uh, it's it's definitely I think I think that that ability allowed him to coast through a lot of different situations. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like a normal villain like him probably should have died like a lot earlier. Yeah, you know, even 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 uh, Ben Ben throwing Carl into the brainwashing thing was a was an improvisation. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Reacted. He's like. Yeah. I was just yes ending. I had the idea. I did right. it. I guess it was bad. Oops, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, and I think you see that. Yeah, he's got that spontaneous streak, too, of just like, uh, I'm going to gas all the Dharma people. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's keep going, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like you could even see, like, the trip to the cabin that way. Not not just what happens there, but the idea to go to the cabin. Yeah, I think so. Like, yeah, we talked about it in that episode where it does just seem like Ben came up with that idea. He's like, okay, locks the man in front of everybody to go to the see Jacob. Fine. I got a place I'll take you. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to see Jacob? Yeah. Sure. I'll let you, quote, see him. Mm-hmm. You know, and he yeah. has all the time over there to think about all the different angles he can play. Yeah. And what could happen and all the different, you know, chains of 
causality and what to do, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and then, yeah, then he just rolls with it when stuff really starts flying around. Yeah, he's like, okay, this is fine because this makes my story look authentic. Yeah. <laughs> and that and that to me is that how it plays because you get that surprise button at the end when Locke actually hears something and he's like, yeah. wait a minute. Ben's like, wait a minute, now Locke is ahead of me. Like, yeah. I was leading this game. It was playing into my hand. Everything was fine. And now, wait a minute, what? Something I didn't plan for happened. Uh, and I can't, you know, he can't maneuver when he's not, when he's in the dark about something. Right. Because he doesn't know what hand to play, right? Yeah. So, because he, he, you know, just basically what you said about him with Man in Black, it's like everything he's saying is just not working because Man in Black has the upper hand. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so he wants to know what's going on. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting that, oh, the cabin scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's weird. And, I mean, Locke doesn't have the upper hand for long because uh, Ben shoots him and um, Locke oh. uh, tells him what he said. So yeah. <laughs> he doesn't really get to. And then they both promptly forget about it. Um, mm-hmm. It never comes up again. Uh, which is something you that know, bothers me. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, yeah, Locke ends up uh, throwing a knife at Naomi after that. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't go, okay, now I have to go kill Ben because he tried to murder me. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That is not his reaction. He actually keeps Ben alive specifically um, and takes him with him, you know, in his group. You know, yeah. just, so, just so Ben can make him throw dishes again. You know, and it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Like, you're right, he really should just kill Ben. Like, Jesus. Yeah. Hasn't he done enough already? Yep, I <laughs> think know? so. What's it going to take? Clearly, it's going to take him talking you out of suicide and murdering you. And then murdering you. That's what it's going to take. And then you still won't know why. <laughs> and then you still won't know why. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, come on. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that I feel like that's Ben's line of argument, you know, at the gates uh, uh, of heaven. He's like, "Come on, God, like, listen, I, what was I supposed to do? The guy was asking for it all those years. It was just so easy." Yeah, know? exactly. Like, Can he you walk really into it me? every time? Yeah, yeah, every single time. It's ridiculous. It's like, where does he keep getting these dishes to throw? He's always around <laughs> dishes. I know. I know. It's like I just he the 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 satisfaction he gets from lock throwing mm-hmm. dishes is like it infuriated <laughs> me, you know? I was so yeah. I was so annoyed at his petty like ability to have power over Locke. Yeah. You know? The smallest thing just planting a little doubt in Locke's mind and he's just he's off the deep end again. And the the control that he felt he had coming there Killing Naomi, saying, no, you can't let them come to the island. We're going to go barricade in. And if you want to live, you got to come with me. You know, and it seemed like he was going to take charge. And then, like, Mm -hmm. Ben just totally worms his way into his brain. I I think that the die was cast for Locke in season two when he lost his faith about the button. I think that that really, I mean, you didn't want to believe it at the time. But I think it was it was clear that. If he was gonna, you know, he he's like John McCain. He's a flip flopper. Like <laughs> he once he flip flopped on the button, I think I was like, well, if he's gonna be unsure about that core belief, then uh, anything will shake, will will be up for grabs. And I think yeah. I think 
I think you could have seen like uh, a, a, I could see a cartoon version of Lost where like uh, Locke is coming in and out of like a, a revolving door, and on one side, Man in Black is telling him <laughs> they've got to come to the island, and on another side, he's telling them they've got to leave the island. Right. And he's just believing each one at every right. turn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's just that was um that's an, that that's really the opposite of leadership, right? I mean, like that's yeah. that's really a disqualifying feature, I think, <laughs> because you know, um even a leader who makes a mistake is still leading, right? Like yeah. you charge the troops in the battle, you made a decision, it might not be the right one, but that's that's part of the the, the decision-making power of leadership, you know, like actually setting settling on something. You hope it's the right answer, obviously, but making the decision is part of the thing and he just would not make a decision right uh he just kept changing his mind about it which is like the worst you know can you imagine a, a leader you know in battle who's like charge retreat charge retreat like yeah, yeah you're gonna lose yeah yeah exactly exactly i mean that's how that's i mean when you see good leaders that's how they're portrayed like they mm-hmm. uh you know they might they might consider what they should do, but they make a decision and they stick to it. Yeah. You know, and they might end up being wrong, but in order to be a good leader, they have to be able to commit to something. You just described Jack. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Yeah. I totally, totally. And that's, that's why he's a way better leader than Locke. Yeah. You know, because he isn't always right, but he's at least willing to, you know, mm-hmm. uh, fully commit. Like, uh, to the like the decision, like the decision to go to the caves. He admitted, uh, okay, mm-hmm. uh, bad idea, guys. Uh, let's go back to the beach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It, it happens, but that doesn't change. He doesn't think, well, then now I can't make any more decisions because I might be wrong. Yeah, and he know? doesn't say, well, what does it say about me that I thought that was the right decision and it wasn't? And yeah. Now what should I do? Now, now? I have to doubt like, everything I think, you know? And it's just yeah. like, it's, yeah, it's this, it's a very self-destructive cycle. Um, you know what? Yeah, I feel like Locke doesn't consider new information with past information. He just considers whatever's new. Yeah. And he gets wrapped up in that. And then when something new happens, he goes, oh, look at that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's either the new thing that gives him hope or it's the new thing that destroys (laughs) all of his dreams. Yeah. (laughs) And he's going back and forth between those, like, the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) And, And he's not willing to... You know, the, when the new thing comes along, he can't he can't stick with the old thing. He can't say no. I'm I'm mm-hmm. this is the path I've chosen. I believe in this. Yeah. I'm going to stick with this. Yeah. You know, I don't care how many times they said no. I'm going to keep going until they come back with me. And it's weird. He's a guy whose motto is don't tell me what I can't do. Right. But right. he's he doesn't have that same determination for uh, I guess maybe it's just short-lived and misguided, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I almost feel like he's he's telling, you know, he hates that because uh, it's almost like a like a weird psychological thing where mm-hmm. he he knows 
he knows on some level, or even if he even knows isn't the right word, he feels on some level that he has, that there's a lot of things he can't do. And so yeah. it really bothers him when people say that. It goes back to him being a really sort of pathetic character to where it really feels like his, his the crux of his being is particularly deep down in his heart of hearts, he knows he's a loser. Yes. He always wants to be more. He's yes. looking for a reason that he's special that will that will give him a, uh, um, you know, let him off the hook for his life being so miserable. Yeah. And, like, so that he can say, oh, it's not... Oh, everything bad that happened to me was for a reason. Uh, it wasn't in vain, mm-hmm. and it wasn't my fault. And uh, you know, that's how I can live with myself. Yeah. You know, uh, and he he was looking for that thing, and um, you know, that's a that's a very uh, sad um, <laughs> sentiment. But yeah. I think it's it's relatable, you know, yeah. uh, in, in a lot of ways. But it's it's strange that. You put you couple that with with somebody who at at this onset and it throughout at times seems like a leader, yeah, or somebody who's sure about things. But it's like really okay, no, it's a, he's veil he's masking all these other insecurities, and that's why he's vacillating all the time and and uh, making these crazy decisions. Because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah, he's in denial about things, yeah. It even makes the the moment in season five when they're time traveling and, you know, they they see the the moment when he was, you know, right after Boone died, when he's at the hatch and the light comes on. Yeah. You know, and um, and I think Sawyer is like, why don't you go over there and like tell yourself like, you know, yeah. not, not to, to be, be. or what, yeah. you know, and he's like, I needed that pain to yep. be where I am now. You know, it almost yeah. seems like, you know, there's something even pathetic about that. Like he's convincing himself, yeah. you know, because are, are you thinking about that when you're just going to try to kill yourself in a couple weeks? Like, mm-hmm. because, because, uh, you know, everyone like, says where no you food. are now. So is it so great? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is it so great? And couldn't this be like pain how much, that you need to get where you're much, going next? Yeah. How much misery have you caused between then and now? And you're saying that's worth where you are right now? Like, yeah. That? Oh, if you really thought about that. And that's, yeah, that's where the sadness comes in. Because, yeah, he's got to believe that, you know, to keep going. He really like, wants to. Yeah, yeah. But like, and actually the first time through, I was convinced by it because, of course, I thought he was on some kind of journey that was ultimately going to lead to some, some kind of, you know, um, accomplishment, uh, and, and, you know, victory, uh, triumph, you know, something for him. Um, that's, I was convinced about that. And, you know, when he comes back to life, it's, it feels like, Mm-hmm. feels like that's where that's going. You Does know? it feel like a second chance, perhaps? It does. It really feels like a second chance. And it, and that's what they're doing. They're so, it's so harsh what they're doing to you. Yeah. Um, and, and to the character, you know, to... to... It's the worst. It, it, it's it's a great hand to play. Like, it's it's like you could not play that hand when you think of that. Like, Okay, the the audience is gonna expect this guy to come back. Yeah. And they really this is what they really want to see. They don't even know they want to see this until mm-hmm. we show them that this is it. And then like, oh yeah, this is great, but then it won't be that character. Yeah. 
And yeah. not only will it not be that character, it's going to be the villain of the show. Yeah. Uh, who manipulated this guy and everybody else this entire yeah. time. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, by the way, the character he's pretending to be uh, never got a second chance. Right. And, uh, died miserably. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he's going to spend the remainder of his time, uh, a lot of it at least, just mocking Locke, talking about mm-hmm. his dying thoughts and how pathetic they are. You know, like just stepping on everything, everything good we could try to remember about him. Yeah. You know? No, no, come on. Put, you know, you, you're, you're clearly, you put your glasses on. Like, Locke it was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, if you see him another way, you're crazy. Yeah. You know, and there's there's logic there. He's not crazy to say that. It's not mm-hmm. just like, well, he's evil, and so he's kind of, you know, he's kind of an asshole. You know, it's like, uh, I mean, you know, maybe he's going a little too extreme, but there is a lot of, um, he, what he says makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's consistent with what they showed with the character, you know. And uh, and that's what he used, you know, because he he was the one sending Locke around here and there. You know, if it wasn't Ben, it was the man in black. Yeah. You know, just handing him off, you know, here, go do this. Here, go do that. Here, go do this. Okay, you're dead now. Thank you. (laughs) Yep. Like that's that's his whole he's just ping ponging. People telling him what to do, and even Whitmore jumps in. Mm-hmm. Hey, go do this. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a weird way to. It's a weird. It's a weird way to have the show end. I think. Yeah, yeah, and I mean we've discussed it many times, but I think it's, um, you know, it's it's one of the major uh, storylines. Uh, Mm -hmm. for the show and i think it's hard it's really hard to like over it's hard to talk about it too much because um uh you know because it's just fundamental to the story Mm -hmm. um overall that they're telling because like without Locke, you know the plot does not function at all yeah yeah you know what i mean it's it's he's like incredibly pivotal to i mean it kind of makes sense they use him again as at the end right so yeah yeah exactly exactly and it's and there there's such a it's such a game they play with him um of like your expectations for him and how that how that plays into your reaction to what happens in season five you know yeah um and even when he's revealed to be man in black you know i still got the sense and a lot of people pointed this out that you know early on in the show he was portrayed as being a kind of menacing character who would one day face off against jack Mm -hmm. you know like they specifically even say that at the end of season one there's that you know you uh when he's when jack's like we're gonna have a lock problem yeah yeah and and what that actually is in season two is just bickering, really. You know, they don't have they don't have the kind of epic conflict that mm-hmm. happens at the end of the series at all. Yeah. But it kind of feels like it kind of feels like Locke was there. There was a part of them that wanted Locke to be 
Yeah. To be that bad guy. They wanted the man of science, man of faith thing, you know. Yeah. And they would have a war and somehow, you know, just literally yeah. having Locke. I could totally see that show, that that version of the show where it would have been around after season three, Locke becomes the leader of the others. Yeah. And he goes off to find the keys of the island. And then Jack is, you know, he Jack is leading the Losties and they have to come to... A, uh, you know, a battle because, yeah. you know, yeah, the freighter shows up and Jack's team, you know, Jack wants to leave and Locke doesn't want anybody to leave. Yeah, you yeah. can totally see, like, them setting it up between the those two dualities of, of leaders on the island and that, that, that whole dynamic. Exactly. And it sort of feels like the man in black thing, because he's Locke, because he's appearing to be Locke, allows them to realize that, you know... Yeah. Without literally having Locke turn into the, the, you know, like on the surface, like openly acknowledged villain, you know, because we've already talked about the fact that he is a villain in a kind of Mm -hmm. undercurrent way. Like he's a villain underneath the story. He's not a villain in the obvious way. Yeah. Um, You know, but they didn't want to go that far of having him just be like, yeah, fuck this. I'm just going to be evil. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm just gonna embrace that, and I'm just, you know, I'll just kill you. Well, guys. what's the, you know, it's you funny. know, what's if you the, don't leave, the, I'll kill you. What's the definition of a villain, right? You know, really, like the antagonist. Yeah. The definition there, the difference between an antagonist and a protagonist is they they either want the same thing and they want to get it different ways, or they want opposite things, right? Yeah. And so that's how he becomes a villain is he want op- he wants opposite things. Right. Right. Yeah, like they could have had it. They could have had it like like Sloan on Alias, where yeah. where like they wanted the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, where like he wants the island, but he wants to use it for you know he wants it for himself, mm-hmm. you know, and he wants to exploit it somehow, you know, for for selfish reasons. Um, and like Jack has to stop him from that, you know. But you know, he also wants to protect the island or find out what's going on or whatever. Yeah. You know? Like, they could have done... There's a lot of those stories they could have done. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, there's a logic to what they did, I think. Um, it allowed them to, you know, uh, deal with a lot of uh, lingering mythological issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bringing in the smoke monster, bringing in Jacob. Just letting him be know. able to talk and all that stuff. Yeah. And acknowledge certain things, yeah. Exactly. And and also they it allowed them to not turn Locke into a bad guy. So when he's there in the afterlife, you know he can still be a beloved character. Yeah. You know he doesn't have to do anything so bad. And it's that, it's kind of funny, right? That like everyone else is gonna remember what they're. You know, I think we talked about this on the podcast like before. Like everyone else's last memory of Locke is when he was <laughs> uh, fighting Jack on the, <laughs> on the cliffs, trying to kill the boss. Right, you know what right, I mean? Uh, right. And he missed that entire part because he was dead. Yeah. <laughs> so he's yeah. gonna be like, "Why doesn't anyone want to sit next to me in the afterlife? What what happened, guys?" And they're like, "Listen, well, we know it wasn't you, but uh, you know, man in black kind of wore your body and kind of, you know, terrorized everybody for a whole season. Yeah, uh, that's a good <laughs> point. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did talk about that. There is that moment when it seems like Sun remembers, you know, <laughs> when they're being wheeled into the hospital and yeah. she sees him and she's like, it's him, mm-hmm. you know, like, it, yeah. and, and I remember also thinking when Desmond ran him over that he was like, take that man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> why wouldn't you? I mean, it, you, yeah, you wouldn't take a chance. You would not take a chance. You wouldn't have any reason to think. It's not him. Yeah. Because uh, the last time you thought it wasn't him, it was him. Right. 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 So why yeah. not this time? <laughs> totally. I even remember in the final episode when when Block wakes up from the surgery and he opens his eyes and he's like, it worked. Yeah. Like for a half second going, oh, my God, please tell I... me the man in black did not transport to the flash side. <laughs> Yeah, I really thought they were gonna pull a matrix like that and have like the the consciousness come come out. And oh I thought my God. that would have been actually a really genius move of like he said he wanted to leave the island. He really left the island. Yeah, he left that whole reality. And it's like, what would the implications be then if like he took evil incarnate into uh, the flesh? Oh my God! Like, um. Yeah, that would have been an interesting, uh, you know, his way. Like, he did get off the island, you know. Right, right. Oh, and, that who's, been... and that's what's weird, right? Who's to say what happens to that consciousness once once he's killed, right? Definitely. Like, Definitely. Why wouldn't he For all we know, he does get a flash sideways. Why would the flash sideways be biased against him? I wouldn't think it would be. I mean, fucking Kimi was there, you know? Yeah. Like, why Why not? Why yeah. not the man in black? Exactly. You know, if Kimi lived 2,000 years, I'm sure he would have done as much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, it, like, it, it's, it's, I don't yeah, think... Yeah, it would imply some strange morality to say, no, 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 you don't get a flash sideways. Like, right. what? Like, why? Based on what? Like... Yeah, the flash sideways seemed amoral. It seemed, it actually yeah. seemed relative. Like, the only reason Michael didn't get a flash sideways is because he felt he didn't deserve one. Exactly, yeah. You know? And that he could have one if he you could create do. your own flesh sideways. Yeah, exactly. Of course you do. Of, of course, course you, do. you have to make your own fucking afterlife. Yeah, I think I think the the quote is make your own music, right? <laughs> I, that's why they kept playing that song. <laughs> right. I mean, talk about yeah. talk about lyrics that are literally telling you to be interpretational and You're right. like take the meaning that works for you guys. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That's definitely what that's about. I never thought about that. Yeah, I never caught that either. But you're right. You're right. Make Your Own Kind of Music is totally like the the song version of what everyone's doing. Yep. They're and all making their own kind of music. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, it brings in the question those uh you know those montages they would do where everyone's like slow motion and music playing and yeah uh yeah well uh, let's get into the mobisodes here because uh there's still there's a lot of craziness I remember but I've not seen these in a long time um yeah. Uh, I haven't either, so it'll be, it'll be interesting. Um, I, I only remember, like, really small things, so yeah, this will be, mm-hmm. uh, this will be even more so than, like, regular episodes. This yeah, for sure. Um, 
All right, let me know when you're ready. Okay. Oh, so we are doing um, we're doing play all on the Blu-ray, so we're just gonna go straight through them all. Yeah. So if you're gonna sync up with this, go to play all on your Blu-ray or DVD, and uh, it should be one long yeah. track. Yeah. I assumed watch. you all had Blu-ray, but I guess there are probably some DVDs out there um, yeah. still. So yeah, it should still work. Um, I presume they have play all also. Uh, yeah, Blu-ray is kind of like Kleenex. It's kind of uh, it's almost like encompasses yeah. whatever whatever your disc is. Exactly, exactly. Um, okay, so I think I am ready. All right. All right, here we go. All right. Five, four, three, two, one. Lost Missing Pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Here they are. That was a sad title sequence. Yeah, it was pretty bad. They didn't put much effort into it. No. Phones couldn't handle it back then. King of the Castle. Yeah. So there's a hole in that closet back there where yep. Ben can call the smoke monster. Yep, secret. If I'm not mistaken. Secret room. Yeah. Is it's, the context here? Yeah. Oh my god. So Smokey's like listening to this conversation. Probably. He's pressed up. Yeah, these feel strange. Yeah. This shot weird. <laughs> something like that's true but you know using those words makes you think something specific i love that the island's gonna sink the sub <laughs> no <laughs> no it'll just have like sink the sub exactly uh-oh uh -oh. foreshadowing Say never. Uh -oh. oh, he said it. <laughs> he sounds really southern in this. Does he sound extra southern? <laughs> I can kind of hear it. Yeah, he gets that way sometimes. He's I'm gonna never say never. I say I say. <laughs> like cadence, yeah. It's weird. Not I remember try. feeling that way when he was like, "My plans got shot to sunshine." Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that was the end. Holy shit! Ooh, all right. That flew by. <laughs> So, well, yeah, Lock and, Lock and, not Lock, Jack and Ben play chess. That's, yeah. Um, Thank you. Missing piece. That's piece. what I learned. Yeah. Oh, wow. Ethan. Wow, they brought him back. Aren't you another, though? <laughs> Why are you <laughs> here? You should have gained my trust. Jackpot. Yeah. Excuse the pun. From our medical station. Yeah, he's lying, right? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't remember that. He like he delivered just, medicine to them. He probably he probably just grabbed a, a suitcase that was you know on the beach and then stuffed yeah. it with the supplies he brought. That's crazy. Didn't didn't Juliet have a stash of medicine? Yeah. In this last season. Yeah. 
So they just keep and stashes Ethan, around. Ethan was even said to have left it. So yeah, so yeah. he just had yeah, he's got stashes. So I can inject the baby and mm-hmm. test whether or not it's uh, in trouble. I'm sure you're thinking that. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> There are others here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they love those winky lines. Can't believe this is Horace and Amy's kid. (laughs) It's really weird. It's really weird. I can't even deal with that. It's weird knowing that. Yeah. Yeah. So this is his backstory, his motivation. uh... Yeah, that's basically what they're telling us here. Like, this is why he was so crazy with the Claire thing. So it's like Ben's thing. It's it's mother dying in childbirth. It's personal for him. Yeah, I'm surprised Mikal's like, well, my mother died in child, mm-hmm. my wife had a, you know. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like the other interesting thing about that to me is that the idea that the, he was, the others, like, supplied them with medicine. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like I never even thought about that. Yeah, I guess they felt the need to address where they got extra medicine from or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's kind of, I don't know, that's an interesting detail. Mm-hmm. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Not oh, Detective Hurley's on the case. Oh, God. Neil deGrasse Froggers. What is his real name? <laughs> Neil deGrasse Froggers. Bernie. Yeah. These are the kind of scenes that's like, hey, you wanted scenes with red shirts. Yeah. Told you it was a bad idea. Yep. Yep. We don't actually want to see these people talk. This is like one of the worst characters they ever did. (laughs) I can't. I don't even know why they. He's to the right of Hurley. You know what I mean? Yeah. Way to the right. Yeah, it's like, okay, we Hurley's already annoying enough to be likable, and this yeah. guy's to the right of that. Yeah. He's worse than Arst. Yep, exactly. Arst is to the right of Hurley, yeah. and Kroger's to the right of Arst, yeah. Yeah, it's it's so far, it's like caricature annoying. Yeah. This, like, these lines, it's like, no one says this the kind of shit on this show. It's ridiculous. Like, like I'm gonna... Get close I'm, to Sweet Libby? What? <laughs> Nobody says that. Sweet, sweet livers. Sweet, sweet Libby? No. Get <laughs> off the show. Oh, my God, you need to fire Everybody, up Everybody, don't you remember when Sawyer was like, hey, Jack, if you don't lock it down with Sweet, Sweet K, <laughs> I'm gonna just... <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, that was too much. So this, I remember being the best one. I remember this one. <laughs> Beatrice. 
Hmm. Not Jacob again. I always thought it was weird they had to go outside. Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting to go in another room. Looks like a pile of birds to me. Yeah. Yeah. Pile of birds. Oops. <laughs> Call to authorities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Like, <laughs> It's so weird. That only has significance because of the earlier thing, you know? Otherwise, yeah. that would be like... And they're not actually making that connection because they don't know about they the They have no idea. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. That's they have weird. no idea it's a pattern. Yeah. It's, it's like the numbers. Like, if you only see the numbers once... It has no significance. Twice, you might yeah. catch it. But if you happen to see those numbers, you know, 12 times, then you're going to start to say that means something. Right, and right. And that's not necessarily true. That was the first time for them. They're like, yeah. oh, he did this yeah. weird bird thing. It's not, a, it's not a pattern for them. But to yeah. us, we go, oh. This yeah, exactly. Before. He called the birds again. Never mind why he's calling birds. Yeah. <laughs> bird call. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to bury her fake son ID. Is burying her ID. Oh, God. That's not a good shovel, son. There you go. That's better with the hands. Oh, this oh, is no. this is when they uh, when they uh, make love and, and have the baby, right? This is Yeah, this is that scene. <laughs> this is the conception for Ji Yeon. Yep. <laughs> it was Michael's baby all along. I'll, I'll just point out, this is the first time we've seen Michael since the end of season two in terms of the chronology. Like, you know, oh, yeah. it's the first time they brought him back since then for like a new scene, quote unquote. Oh, and he even sees it. Man, she doesn't do a good job burying secrets. She never does a good job. She's a gardener. Yes. <laughs> She's got no skill with the soil. How does that work? That's weird. This is going to tell them. Wow, yeah. I didn't realize he knew that. Yeah, that's why in any other any other story, this would, this would be the romantic moment starting here. Yeah, you're right. She talks about how it didn't work out and what she's going to do. and. Yeah. We can have a baby. <laughs> they get caught in the net, you know. <laughs> is that a baby doll interpretation alert mm -hmm. I don't even remember her thinking that on the actual show like, I forgot to yeah she never seemed motivated by that no Yeah, she never talked about feeling like she was being punished. Yeah. Like they were being punished. Yeah, I didn't I never got that sense. Yeah, it didn't seem like she she I she they always seem practical about it. Mm-hmm. Of just like, yeah, we just bad luck. We got caught exactly. here and we need to just get off Let's and try it'll to leave. be Yeah, it'll be easy. We just gotta do it. Man, Man Black's like, uh, hello, I'm Vincent now. <laughs> I swear Vincent looks different every time. Yeah. Because it's a different dog every time. But, like, it throws me. Because I'm just like, that's not Vincent! 
I feel like Man in Black as Christian was in the in the bushes and he told Vincent to go in a rough Yeah, I could totally see that. If they have a baby, it'll ruin my loophole. Exactly. Don't show that tattoo. Don't show the tattoo. You don't need to see it again. Yikes. Don't shush me in the <laughs> night. Operation Sleeper. Wow. Because Jack was sleeping. There it is. She's got to talk to the sleeper. All the S's. <laughs> um, son. Son. <laughs> there we go. It's like, there has to be another one. Shannon. Oh, yeah, Shannon. She's dead, but... Yeah, she's dead. If she was alive, she wouldn't trust me. <laughs> So how did they, I forget how they addressed that on the show. I think this happens off screen, and I think that's why they're showing this. But, like, in terms of, like, how how Jack conveys to the group that Juliet told her. I think I think they, they play the tape, and then Jack walks up, and he's like, I know she is. She told me a week ago. Oh, okay. And this, is the, this is the scene. Okay. Yeah, exactly. He's repeating the thing he said earlier. That's how I knew you were one of us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don't ruin my dream. I love that. Oh, I remember. I forgot that's when that line comes in. Yeah. Did he? Did he? Don't tell me, did he? Yeah. Like, I, did he what? Did he what? Are you saying was well, it his idea? Or are you saying literally, yeah. did he? No, was it his idea? I think she knows that Ben's ultimately control what happens on the island. Because she yeah. just prefaced that with saying, right. I was naive. For him to think it was, yeah. Yeah. And that's what she meant. Like, he got that to happen. Right. And they already insinuated that. But it's just a weird way to phrase it. Like, yeah. he still did it, even if. Like, it, is the sub actually a, a gone? Yeah. You know? is that that's what it felt like. I actually think I've read conspiracy theories online who think Locke didn't blow up the submarine. That's why he was wet. Yeah. And, and like, it was just like, it looked like an explosion and it was near the submarine, but actually the submarine was fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why the need to have that conspiracy theory, but I think I've seen it. Because anything's possible. Much like the son and Michael Baby. Yeah. Which is actually more plausible in my opinion. <laughs> the watch. Oh, I remember this. Oh, yeah. You're right. The way these are shot is weird. Yeah. They're, they're using like a different style. Yeah, it's like the B B camera unit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> Things are gonna get crazy. Yeah, there's gonna be alcohol there, so you know I'm gonna get down. <laughs> Before I black out drunk tonight. 
I didn't think about that. I guess that's probably what he means. Before I gamble this, a uh, drunken rage. Right, uh... right. <laughs> really? That nice guy? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> He's going to give Jack your shoes. I know. Ray? Come on. I feel like no scene where somebody's giving somebody else a watch uh can ever be disconnected from pulp fiction i agree it just yeah. they he claimed a stamp on that idea and yeah. i feel like everything is just an homage to that whether it is or not well this is oh. even like a watch being passed down father to son father <laughs> yeah. to son and that's exactly and so it's it's even more than just a watch yeah but i agree completely The huh, huh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that his Kate line? <laughs> There's a lot of rocks out of your dad. That's weird. She now, who? Oh. His potential kid. Oh, I see. The, yeah. I remember at the time thinking like, oh, well, that doesn't matter. He didn't have a kid. Um, knowing the whole show now, it feels like set up for the Flash Sideways. Yeah, yeah. Because that's literally the the story they go with. Yeah, well. Like, my dad did this, but I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder what's going to happen in this one. <laughs> oh, I don't know. The title's elusive. It's probably not Jen having to return from on the golf course. Yes, Jack Bender. It seems like the A team, but they use the B cameras. Yeah, like Hawaii looks kind of boring. Like it's, it's yeah, nice. it's flat. Like, it's it's like it's on like a it's on like a cloudy day. You know, they shot this when they yeah. couldn't shoot the main show. Yeah, you're right. Because we schedule for today and we have to do it. There should have been cloudy days on the island. We never saw them. No, unless it was raining. Unless know. it was crazy dramatic rain. Well, he's still got the handcuff on. Yeah. You hear me, Jacob? <laughs> no one's ever cared this much about golf. I know. <laughs> I know. This is like the, the most the most golf drama in the history. <laughs> With pity eyes. Those pity eyes back in your head. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> Go back as a whole. Oh horrible ball. You horrible ball. Yeah, this is like 1920s like melodramatic <laughs> acting, is. like for silent pictures. And they just threw there for commentary. Yeah, I feel like I feel like because he's not speaking English, he has to go broader mm-hmm. to get the emotions across. Maybe what he's actually saying is more nuanced. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. translation is super broad. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> you horrible ball. What a lie. <laughs> I can't believe we're going back to the muffins. Wow. You know those muffins were hot. Wow. Now, see, this looks like the show, because this is from the show. Because this is from the show. That's like, that look. Good. That was that yep. look. Yep. I love that look. It looks like a TV show. It really does. It doesn't look like a home movie. Yeah, right. I think this one is actually a deleted scene. Yeah. They decided to cut to the other stuff faster instead of doing this, I think. Yeah, this is like the second time we see this lady, right? Like, yeah. This is the uh, I need my plumbing fix lady. Yeah. Yeah. Amelia, I think. <laughs> Not that it matters. Amelia, Amelia Plumhart. <laughs> that was a theory, by the way. That she was Amelia She's Earhart. She's actually Amelia Earhart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I totally oh, read that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That sounds familiar now. That'd be awesome. If only I had a plane to get out of here with. <laughs> Scary music. I need your plane. She gulped. (laughs) Oh, I never tell anyone anything. Oh, God, this is getting really dramatic. Yeah. Build up. I think the other scenes didn't have music like this. Yeah, for sure. Classic love. Oh! (laughs) Build up, build up, build up, build up, and the end. And we don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was Ben's x-rays, though. Ben's x-rays. What else is it going to be, guys? That's the obvious answer. Yeah. Oh, God, we're going back to this. Why does that mean big trouble, though? I have no idea. Cause ben I thought is, she meant I thought she meant Ben's not gonna let us leave the island ever. But then she's right. like, well, now we have big trouble because he's gonna be sick. Yeah, I'm not really sure what that means. <laughs> All right. Pia just right. Yeah. Both, right. Both? Yeah. This is this is what I would definitely call retcon. <laughs> like, inserting Juliet into season two. Yeah. Like, nah, she was there. Don't worry. She talked to Michael. She talked to Michael. Come on. You can't tell me she wasn't there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was there with Walt. She talked to Michael. Come on. And she has to reference Miss Clue, but, of course, we're not going to see Miss Clue again. Yeah, yeah, totally right, Con. I'm just, here's a little sex info that wasn't really there. Yeah. See, actually, I don't even remember this. He knew about Ben. Yeah. I got the impression that he just thought Ben was, like, some other that was captured. Like, he didn't really necessarily know any more than that. Yeah, this is some extra stuff that Michael's supposed to be carrying around. Yeah. Ooh. 
So is this before she wanted to get off the island? So yeah, so this is before he wouldn't let her leave. No, I think this is after he wouldn't let her leave. Because she gets there and she's happy to be there for a while until yeah. she's like, I can't I came up with nothing. But it's I when it's leave. when she wants to leave that he shows that her sister's life was saved and that convinces her to stay. Oh, okay, that's right. Then she wants to leave again later. I thought he saved her sister to start with. No, no, no. He just says he's going to. And okay. and she's like, I don't even think my sister's alive. And he's like, oh, she okay. is, and I'll prove it, you know. Yeah, that's kind of extra motivation for Michael to save Ben that he knows yeah. he's the only way off the island. Is yeah, yeah, which we did not know before. Oh, jeez. Oh, Tropical depression. Oh, boy. Starting not ours. Is that a oh, spider? Yep. Just in case you're wondering, if he's the one to put him in the jar, yes. Yes, on screen, he will literally... And you know, because he's basically just a science teacher, no offense science teacher, but he's like a he's, he's not a knowledge expert on everything, mm-hmm. he might not even know that thing's poisonous. Right. No, but he explains that it's poisonous. He's the one who's... Oh, that's right. To, ...to Nikki. I forgot, that. yeah. Yeah, here's his confession. Yeah, this is this is like so, you know this is this is again like this is the third beat. You know, we talked about this I think off podcast about Lindelof storytelling style and kind of how it's unlost and but yeah. like this is the here's you know they set up a question they told you know you made an opinion about the question and then now here's the third part of okay was it real or not. Yeah. And they don't always do this part where it's like, no, 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 it was fake. I think yeah, it. I just made it up. This is also a good example of Lost, like, answering the question you really didn't care about anymore. Yeah. Like, like I, I do remember it floating in the background for a while. Like, what about Monsoon season? What about, my? Mm-hmm. you know, he made such a big deal about it. Where is that? When yeah. is that coming? You know, and then years later, they're like, oh, yeah, he just made that up. Yeah, it's weird to pick that out of all things. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not even... I don't know. Like, I feel like at this point, no one's hoping for monsoon season. (laughs) Michael's like, I will never talk to you again. He really wants to leave. He's like, I hope you were done. I feel like he should be checking his watch. Yep. It's, this is so weird, like, making us watch something, like, Michael's not even remotely interested in. Yeah. How are we supposed to think about this guy when Michael doesn't even care? Michael's like, this guy's annoying. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the scene where he's like, you know, aren't you a good guy? Now that we've had the chance mm-hmm. to talk to you, I see no. come off as annoying, but you're really well-meaning, and... You know, I mean, he is trying to tear him up now, but it's like, it doesn't validate his personality. No. No, it was a little more like, now that I talk to you more, I really don't like I you. realize I made a mistake, and <laughs> yeah. I'll never make this mistake again. Yeah, let's just never speak again. Yeah. It would be better. He is less annoying than Frogert, though. Oh, for sure. For sure. By a whole magnitude. Yeah. You know? Arts, Arts and crafts. crafts? Well, what was the last one called? No shit. 
Why does he he gets his own he gets his name in this one? Yeah, that's weird. They couldn't resist. They were just like mm-hmm. we can't say arts and crafts without saying arts and crafts. Yeah, how do you know? Uh oh. <laughs> that was the sun face. <laughs> That's the most surprised anyone's ever looked. <laughs> that face is lit. <laughs> Stop looking around, son! Yeah, she's so. God! But. Such a giveaway. I wonder if they poke her with her, right? God, these are like ours episodes. Yeah. Jesus. I don't know why they're back to back. They shouldn't have made them back to back. Yeah, it's too much all at once. Cause see, this is just after he said I made it up. So now, yeah. why are we supposed to like believe anything? He and this. Yeah. Is... Him being urgent just doesn't. It should have been this one first, if anything. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my god. Well, hey, he had a smoke monster playing with his mind. Yeah, cut him some slack. Trained here. And they literally reference the smoke monster. Yeah, wow. Right away. Like the smoke monster can't go in the caves. Yeah, exactly. That's you're gonna trip across the jungle now. Like I feel like they're safer on the beach from the smoke monster. Yeah, I guess he thought, well, if the smoke monster's here, he I'll be safe with the caves. Right. Oh, uh, here it comes. Vincent Vision. Here, yeah, the Vincent Cam. They didn't go to this very often. It's so fake looking. It really is. No dog sees like this. No. Aren't dogs colorblinds? Yeah. But not Vincent, it restored his vision to full oh, color. Of course, of course it did. Oh, that'd be the great. A great crackpot theory. This <laughs> is the world's first dog to have color vision. Oh, this is a fake Vincent. <laughs> yeah. That's like a that's somebody's puppy. Yeah. This is so weird. Okay, I understand. Unconscious, right. Check. <laughs> Wake him up. I got it. Oh my god. Oh no. Oh no. I'm scared. So maybe that that's actually maybe his work to do for my loophole. I don't know. <sighs> that line. That fucking line. And they also, like, referenced him crying for his daddy in the previous episode. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes it seem like they're tying things together for us. 
Yeah. Like he was there at the beginning and then he appeared again a couple days later. What's weird is what's weird is like Vincent didn't actually need to wake him up. Yeah, he was already awake. He was already awake, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was totally not necessary. Okay, well I think that's uh the end of episodes. Well, um so for all the missing pieces. Uh yeah, now that the missing pieces are there, everything makes sense. Yep. Uh so like what were the big things we learned? I think um I think uh we learned we learned about Ethan's motivations. Mm-hmm. Um we learned what else did we learn? Um Michael knew Ben was in charge. Michael knew about Ben, right? That was that was new. I guess, yeah. I mean, we already knew. They just kind of filled in the gap of Juliet telling Jack that she was, um, you know, sort of a mole. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm looking at a list of revelations here, and actually that whole thing about the caves, uh, that, that line is supposed to signify the fact that uh, Arnst was resistant to moving to the caves initially, but changed his mind after hearing the monster. So maybe, like... Yeah there's some gap there that they're trying to retcon. Right, right, right. Like, yeah, that convinced them to move to the caves. So, mm-hmm. like, with, okay, with the last scene, like, I feel like that's, it's the weirdest one, and we've talked about it before with the whole speaking to dogs thing, whatever. Yeah. It's weird. But the, the he has work to do uh, mm-hmm. really catches me because uh, because of the timing. Like, they, they, I know this was written, even though, whatever the timeline is, this was written, like, right after the um, season three finale, or at least around the same time. Yeah. And the season three finale is when they have Walt uh, say that, you know, go to, you know, get up, John, you got, we have work to do, you know? So, I just came up with a very plausible, simple explanation for what he means that I never thought before. I'm ready. <laughs> Because I, I was just I was going to like summarize the situation and come to the conclusion that yeah no a, I've been that, doing this podcasting for a long time I'm I, I got it all right so I think what he means like just Occam's razor what could he mean by that right because I think we immediately want to go to something with his loopholes something yeah. with the grand plan something with you know that that episode's called so it begins you know yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. which is like the opposite of the end you know the last episode so you right. think like okay this this is where the story really starts so the beginning of stories matter right what is he talking about yeah i really think he's saying uh there's a lot of people dying on the beach and he's a doctor and he needs to go to work oh yeah it can definitely mean that like jack needs to go be jack right now yeah, but but why would he even want the people on the beach to be saved? Uh, because, well, I think the fact that, you know, if he knows Jack as a doctor and he knows anything about Jack, I don't, you know, I guess you got to wonder how he, what he, what he knows about Jack at that point. You know, yeah. he's calling him his son. He's already in Christian He's form. appearing as Christian. I feel like he must know. Yeah. Because if he so knows he, who Christian is, he should know who Jack is. Yeah. Um, because, I, actually, I think what happened... Right, this was the theory I had. That it's the same thing with Locke. I think he scanned the corpse. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and that's where he, so that's how he knows who Jack is. You know, at least initially. Yeah. Because I think he scanned Locke's corpse too, and that's how he knows his dying thoughts and stuff. I think he can like scan dead bodies and get their memories. Yeah, and it and appears them. It's a it's a and crazy trick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is a crazy trick. Yeah. But um yeah, I think I think that's where he got his information. So he should definitely know Jack's a doctor and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to say it's it's just one of those lines that seems like it's about something bigger, and it's probably just about no. The audience knows that as soon as Jack wakes up, he goes to be a doctor. He's mode, gonna jump into action, and we're just connecting the dots between those two things. Yeah, uh, while giving you know Christian this connection to the beginning, you know, like, um, and and kind of setting up the fact that you know you know that he is going to be appearing to jack and you know there obviously was some plan he was trying to communicate to jack in season one that got railroaded i think right. by the others so i think yeah. that's that, that kind of still makes sense where it doesn't necessarily have to be about what his plan is later you know after the season four stuff you right. know he might have he had some change. yeah he was like well i'll take jack you know maybe before Locke became a target right right yeah, yeah, and that's kind of interesting. That's that's the kind of stuff I. This is this is almost like a scene from my loophole episode. Yeah. Um, it's just it's because it's all by itself, and we have no other scenes. It's hard to know exactly what it means in terms of the loophole. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does it even if he literally means he has work to do, i.e., save the people on the beach. It's still you know, it's still part of that story because it's him inserting himself from the beginning mm-hmm. in the saga of the, you know, the lassies crashing on the beach, you know, and calling yeah. it so it begins, it's like, before there was Jack waking up, there mm-hmm. was Smoke Monster Christian, you know, yeah. right over there. Yeah. yeah, and I think it kind of gives an explanation for like you know maybe the uh, you know we uh, we we kind of basically say the uh, the tree frog was man in black uh, mm-hmm. and these animals that that show up and do weird things, but you know from him giving a directive to uh, Vincent <laughs> that he could just you know talk to the animals and and send them and so they're kind of operatives right. of man in black without having to be man in black. Yeah, that's yeah that's a good point. That's a good point. He could just be a really good, like, whisperer or something. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Because was, I was, like, listening to the words, and I'm just thinking, like, even for someone who doesn't speak English that well, like, but is, like, a human being that understands language, mm-hmm. um, like, some of these words would be a little difficult, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, he's unconscious. Like, really? Unconscious? Must you say unconscious? I, I feel like he only spoke verbally for the audience. Yeah. And he's somehow telepathically sending... Uh, maybe he's just sending visuals to Vincent's mind. Right, something, something he would understand. Directing him where to go. And, yeah. Uh, landmarks or something. Uh, Which is a crazy power. I mean, <laughs> you know... Is it? Add it to the list of, like, crazy yeah. powers that Man in Black has, like, that he once. That he used casually. Yeah. And, like, didn't really seem to investigate. Didn't and, acknowledge like, you really, openly. Do you really want to give that up, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they really could have made a case that, you know, if he gets out into the real world, 
he'll have countless dead bodies to scan. Yeah. Uh, and he he could, you know, I mean, what if he scanned the, you know, the body of Elvis or something, mm-hmm. and he just uh, decides, I'll be Elvis <laughs> now. He could do that. And, and I'll make a ton of money being Elvis again. And it was and really it, convincing, because he'd have all of his, like, real memories. Yep. Yeah, you could not disprove he was Elvis. Yeah. Uh, and he could just do that with countless uh, famous yeah. people and uh, really wreak havoc. <laughs> yeah. That would be totally crazy. I can't yeah. imagine. If they had even insinuated that, that would have been interesting. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like specifically, because obviously they never said exactly what the problem was with yeah. getting off, you know? It would be interesting if someone actually speculated about that, you know? Yeah, yeah, that'd be crazy. Like, the the bad effects of his specific powers, the ones they actually knew about, you know? Yeah. Appearing as, as dead people. Um, but, yeah, I feel, like, I feel like we are invited to, you know, even though it's loose because it's just a phrase, but I feel like using that phrase, he has work to do, mm-hmm. makes the connection between Christian and Walt you know yeah at the end of season three and so like it suggests that that's the same entity and that's something that he yeah. says yeah for sure you know um and i feel like i didn't i didn't necessarily put that together at the time mm-hmm. like what that means for walt yeah exactly you know what i mean like i, I kind of took walt as being walt mm-hmm. you know and uh in retrospect it just makes no sense but of course we hadn't seen walt again. well because walt wasn't dead right <laughs> Right. So, so we didn't think it fit the pattern. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't. And it kind That's of. That's why they did it. But, yeah. But we hadn't seen him again yet, and so you know, it isn't until you see him again that you realize he has no clue. Like he's not. Yeah. He's not going to be like, "Hey, Locke, go kill Naomi and then mm-hmm. report to the cabin." You know, like whatever. Like he's not going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He doesn't have the first clue to what's going on. Yeah, and there's that 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 idea I think you have that hope you have that he would actually be in Walt would actually be invested in what's going on the island, and he's not. Yeah. No, not at all. No, not even a little bit. <laughs> it's yeah. Yeah, I think you. I think we want him to be Danny from The Shining. Yes. You know, we want him to be the kid with powers who. That's the story who, they tried who, to write, and then yeah. and then just abandoned. Who, yeah, he's he's key to the mystery that's going on. Yeah, and the uh, others want him. I mean, that's yeah. same, like as the hotel wanting him because of his powers, you know, mm-hmm. and like they're 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 totally going in that direction, and then they just abandon it, you know. Yeah, because he grew too fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. That's really the problem, you know. The Shining was shot in a shorter time frame, and yeah. so it was just easier to have him stay the same age but yeah and they didn't want to recast or whatever you know i think we could have lived with it i think there's suspension of disbelief you know and i don't i mean obviously they didn't really show the footage around that time but i mean he was noticeably different when we did see him the years later but yeah uh, i think it would have been people would have been like oh yeah this is a TV show. I remember now. Okay, back to Lost. You yeah. know, like it wouldn't have been. It's not. It's not like he was playing a five-year-old and he looks fifteen. You know, like he was. It, yeah. it, it didn't. I think it would have been fine. You know. It's it's interesting. They were really. Um, I think they were really averse to recasting because they mm-hmm. never did it. If a, if an actor wanted to leave, their character was killed off. 
No, I mean, I mean, they could have just had him stay on the show. Oh, just, just let it. And let we, it yeah, and we just, we just realized that's just life. That actors grow, kid actors grow, and I don't think it would have been that distracting. Right, right. We could have just dealt. That's what I meant. Like we could have just dealt. Yeah, with, I see what you're saying. Not, not recast with the younger. Yeah, not recast. No, yeah. no, because that's what I was saying. Like it's, if, if it'd be different if he was supposed to play really, really young. Um, but you know, he would have looked around the same age. He just would have been taller, you know, which I think is fine. Right. Like we get it. This is a whole year past since you guys were filming. Like yeah. we've, we're used to, we've seen TV before. Like, like Carl on Walking Dead. Yeah, exactly. Like he's yeah. like huge now compared to what he used to be. And mm-hmm. I don't know if the timeline, I mean, they do have time go by obviously. So it kind of is a little easier to make it work than it is on Lost, yeah. which is like months, you know, time frame. But um, but also they don't really pay attention to the time that much, so it's it kind of doesn't matter. Yeah, you know? I'm lost. They're literally numbering the days. Right, right. Uh, but I but I do think I do think they could probably get away with it. I mean, you know, they get away with people like shaving their armpits and stuff. So it's mm-hmm. just like, you know, he's growing, so we'll just deal with it. Dharma brand armpit shavers. Come on. Yeah, but I do think it's. I mean, I guess a lot of shows don't recast. But um, it never really occurred to me that that's something they just were unwilling to do, you know, because yeah. I'm thinking about how like Game of Thrones did a big recast um, and mm-hmm. it was really distracting and weird. <laughs> yeah, it was, you know, and uh, so I can understand not wanting to do it, you know, but sometimes if you really want a character, I don't know, you know, like Mr. Echo or something, you know, they could have recast instead yeah. of let him die. You know, yeah. but it would have been it would have been weird. It would have been different. Yeah, it's always different. They did that with Spartacus. Like it, it's always different. Right, it, right. You well, to... you can't lose Spartacus from Spartacus the show. Yeah, that's a bit I much. Mean, <laughs> what are they gonna do? Yeah, that's that's pretty much. I mean, I guess the real test would have been if if you know Jack uh, or or Law, you know, some huge huge main character wanted to leave. You know. If they if they would have recast or if they actually would have tried to write the show without Jack, you know? I think it depends on how long it's gone on, how long the character's been there too. Because right. with Spartacus, it was just the first season with the first actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't like three seasons or five seasons, and then you have to like. I think that's a difficult, you know, even with um, the character in Game of Thrones. Like we had only seen him, I think, one season. Yeah, he was just in the. And then it was like, if you're going to ever recast, you got to do it after the first season. Like right. the second, it's even an uphill battle to be like, well, you've had twice as much time with this guy. Now we're gonna recast. It's, right. You know, at a certain point, I think yeah, if you have Jack in season four wanting to leave or even three, I think you probably kill him off. Yeah, you know, that's too much time to just try to get the audience on board with somebody else. Right, right. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But it would be weird because it feels like also like the deeper you go in the show, the more you're committed to that character, mm-hmm. and killing them off, you know, has a bigger impact. There's that's why there's these things called contracts. <laughs> oh, is that where that comes in? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, yep, that's sense. how you deal with that. <laughs> you plan in advance with the law. Okay. Well, that helps. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Obviously, they were locked in. So, I mean, something bad could have happened. I mean, on Spartacus, like, it was, like, health problems, you know? And that's, yeah. that's in that case, you you just have to deal with it, you know, even if yeah. they're under contract. But, uh, 
you know, I guess under normal circumstances, the contract's enough. Uh, so apparently we learned Arntz was in Australia to meet a woman he met on the internet. Oh, yeah, that was the part I wasn't listening. I felt like Michael in that scene. Yeah, and I feel like uh, that sounds like the kind of thing that's a lie. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's so pathetic. It just sounds like you're just even making that up, dude. Yeah, yeah. Your reason is even more pathetic than that, probably. Yeah, exactly. What's what's yeah, yeah, what's even more pathetic than that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that would be, but yeah, yeah. I don't really it, it's the kind of thing that doesn't feel real because he first of all, it's a scene about him admitting to being a liar. And mm-hmm. second of all, it's all off screen, so yeah. it just feels kind of it's like, like the uh, it's like the psychic, it's like yeah, the psychic thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly. That is what it's like. It's the same. It's like, kind of, that's the same. It's almost the same scene. Yeah, you know? it's the totally same scene. It's like okay, here's the time when we'll let the person say they were a fraud. Yeah, and barely counts. Yeah. I'm a fraud, and that's why you can believe me now. <laughs> yep. What? Now I'm going to tell you the truth that I was lying. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, I don't know if I should trust you. Yeah, and it's like, and then they're like, we told you the psychic was a fraud. Like, why didn't you, you know, yep. it's like, well. <laughs> of course he was defrauding you when he was telling you the truth. He's a fraud. That's what we said. Yeah. It's just like, I, why did you think that was going to work? I mean, in the Arst case, it's pretty it's pretty harmless because it's uh it's the scorpion and the frog parable right it's uh of course you know when the 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 um the frog wants to cross the river okay. and the scorpion you know he's like you know i'll get on my back i'll take you you know when he, he stings him anyway it's like yeah, of course i was gonna do that yeah yeah exactly what did you expect i didn't need to know why he was in australia i mean and no I, one actually cared yeah like i guess and michael didn't care like, I guess they... Like, it wasn't even an interesting... Re- now, if they had said, like... If they had alluded that the woman was someone interesting, that would have been cool. Right, yeah, they could have done that. They could have done that. But, yeah, seemingly it was just whatever person. Or, like, if he was, like, I was looking to meet a woman about adopting a baby. Oh, yeah. You know, which would have been weird, but, like, at least tie in to something mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's weird. It's not like Ethan's thing, where it sort of ties into something we might care about, you know? Yeah, it explains his old motivation as a character. It That's actually Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, this doesn't really tell us anything about him, except <laughs> that he's kind of pathetic. Yeah, I feel like that's what they should have done, is, like, they get to the first part of him admitting he's a fraud, but he doesn't actually say, like, why he operates that way, and, like, why he's such a weird guy. Yeah. You know, basically, he, what his what his major malfunction is, you know? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, they, they don't seem to care about him that much. I mean, even the way they, they write the scene makes it feel like even as the audience we're not supposed to care about him very yeah much. that's what that's the problem is they make michael they they tell us how to think about this by michael's reaction uh yeah and, and if michael was really interested we would have been really interested yeah scenes like that are weird there's a there's a scene like that in the x-files where like Scully's talking to someone, you know, on a case, and, like, she's <laughs> she's standing there, like, half listening, like, her eyes are wondering, she's tapping her foot, she looks at her watch a couple times, yeah. and it's like, wow, are we supposed to listen? 
Like uh-huh. she clearly doesn't give a shit. Like it was it was crazy. And I, I was just I was I was it's a weird scene to show because like the audience is supposed to be engaged in general, you know. Mm-hmm. And by telling them that the character you're identifying with isn't engaged, like it's it's a weird I don't know it puts you in a weird position. Yeah, it's like why if they don't they're in the scene. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. If you don't care, why am I supposed to care? And I mean, yeah. we're I feel like we, we are way more connected with Michael than we are ours, you know? Yeah. So we're going to identify with him more so than ours, like, whatever his deal is, you know? He seems like the reasonable one. Yeah, I'm reading this thing, his explanation about uh, the Australian woman, and it is really pathetic. Uh, he, used, he used his friend's picture... And he shows up, and uh, she blows him off at dinner, and uh, yeah, and then he's like, "Don't Fine. use someone else's picture and then fly to Australia. Come on." Yeah, yeah, no, he 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 he, he uh, regrets that now. Um, (laughs) because he was like you know what i did then i booked an early flight so i changed my flight and wouldn't destiny have it uh i got an a15 Mm -hmm. um yeah i'm pretty soon i'm gonna get dynamite yep and i'm gonna blow up yep oh man yeah it's so weird and then they go back to him it's it's almost like did they get like a two for one on that actor or something? Like I just I, I don't yeah. understand why they felt the need to use our two art is too it's, much. It, yes, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it is. Like at least they didn't have two Frogart episodes. You know, it's just like I don't. And then they put him in the title. It's just like. If if yeah. if one of your episodes is called Arts and Crafts, like that, you don't be- get. I think you don't get. You don't get an arts episode and call it Arts and Crafts yeah. and have a second arts episode. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's your Arts episode, and you're done. That's it. You're done, that's, guys. Yeah. That's you the don't one get a where he one. talks to Michael, and that's it. Yeah. Like they they didn't need him in that in that other scene. This this is the scene, this is the one, Arnst and Crafts is the one where he's being regular Arnst, and then the other one is where he's trying to show this new side Uh, Yeah. uh, that we didn't need to see, like, it doesn't matter. That's like if Froger had a scene like that, where it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, here's Froger, the sensitive guy, and he's going to kind of half explain, like, you know, his backstory and why he's so obnoxious. And I just act like that because... Yeah, because I have abandonment issues, and I don't want people to leave, so I yell at them, and... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it'd be like, yeah, I don't care, dude. Yeah, no. And like, yeah, in in middle school, this girl dumped me, and her name was Sweet Libby. And... Sweet, sweet Libby. <laughs> yeah, 1B, though. It was 1B, but nevertheless, I still have to... 1B? Isn't that Libby? <laughs> it's still pronounced the same. Okay. I don't know, it looks like Libby. Isn't Lib, L-I-B, when you add Lib? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, ad lib. English yeah. is whatever you want it to be. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. No, but I feel like putting putting the the vowel after makes it makes it an makes it libby. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but why is only a vowel sometimes? Okay, it's not a vowel that time. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> that that rule does. Well, like like easy. like Lily, right? L i l y. Yeah, yeah, it's Lily. When it's um when it's one L. No, okay, you're right. 
<laughs> yeah, you met a lot of Lilies. Yeah, Lily. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I, I I got it. I got it. I'll buy it now. Livy with one with one B. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so these are interesting. But again, they yeah, they really it's kind of take it or leave it. Like there's not a lot that really changes anything. It doesn't matter at this point. I think that's the other bad thing about these is it none of this matters. There's nothing like, oh, wow, well, that changes everything. You know, uh, it, it, it's, right. it kind of fails on that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like in terms of the long-term stuff, um, the, the most interesting one is... Uh, it's actually the thing about, like, Jack having a son. Mm-hmm. You know, since they actually go back to that, like, way the fuck later. Yeah. Um, like, it makes that line seem... I don't even think they necessarily... Because it's kind of an obvious thing. I mean, it's it's a trope, even. Well, no, I mean, and that's why they have it in both places, because it's integral to his character. I mean, they know yeah. that's the kind of thing that he would want to hear and think about and, and be conscious of how he would treat his son. They know Jack has thought of that. That, you know, especially with him and Sarah and all that stuff. So, like, yeah. It makes sense that they would have that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and it, it was awkward, too, because it was pretty clear Jack didn't want to get married. Right. And it was clear Christian didn't want him to get married. Yep. And they were like, oh, yeah, wedding. Yeah, you shouldn't be in there deciding where the flowers go because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. It was, it, you know, usually those kind of scenes are like the dad pepping up the son to get married. And it was just kind of like, yeah, there's this unspoken thing going on there. of just like, this is a bad idea. So I think they have the scene you're talking about in the actual show. I think yeah. there's, I remember a scene with Jack, like his feet in a pool or something. And Christian comes yeah. up and, and yeah, I feel like it's this and, night or something, you know, yeah, like, like the night after that, the scene in the Mobisodes. Yeah. I mean, the way he talks him into it was kind of weird. It's like you're you gotta marry her because that's that's the that's what you do or something. Because you, you yeah you value commitment or something, and that's why you should marry her. You know, like it was it was some mm-hmm. weird abstract. Like here's yep. why you should marry her because of your like general commitments, not necessarily specifically. He was basically saying like you wouldn't be you unless you marry yeah, her. Yeah, that's what a he bad said. Idea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is just so like you gotta you gotta do it to be true to yourself, even if it's a bad idea. That's right. so weird. It's really weird. It's really weird. But it kinda I don't know. That based on where that story goes, it kinda makes sense. Yeah, maybe he's like, Jack, you'll be you'll you'll never forgive yourself if you don't marry her and you yeah. always would have been. So even if it's a bad idea in the short term, it's a good idea in the long run for you to just Follow your commitment so mm-hmm. that because because worse than following a commitment that turns out to fail is is never committing for Jack. You know? Yeah, right. Right. And yeah, just uh, worrying about what might have been, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I agree. That's that's sort of the subtext of that scene. And I think. Um, I don't know. It's weird. Like putting aside again, animal talking, all the weirdness. The scene bothers me a lot less. The Christian Vincent thing, like um, 
than it did before. It doesn't seem... I remember it really bothering me, and I don't even remember why. Like, Well, you've had more time to make peace with him <laughs> operating as Christian and Man in Black and the whole loophole and... I guess you know, so. I guess it's, I've just... It's not crazy to think he did this. Yeah, it doesn't seem that... But I remember it at, at a certain point being like, well, what was that about? That doesn't make any sense. And I, I don't even know why I was so mm-hmm. worked up about it. Um, it actually... It actually even felt to me like like juxtaposing the smoke monster in the previous one with that uh, like suggested the link. Yeah, it's like he's hanging out in the jungle listening to them, figuring out when yeah. he can, you know, make his make his play, when Jack's alone, when he can appear to him, like yeah, you know, I feel like that, you know, that 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 loophole-centric episode you want. I feel like a lot of that, twenty percent of that, is him just hiding in the jungle, listening, and he's dropping on people. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. there's a lot of crouching behind trees. Uh, yeah, that's definitely what I envisioned. Yeah. Um, like at least part of it. Um, I mean, I would want to see him doing stuff sometimes, but uh, but yeah, gathering gathering the intel and and. Like figuring out like who the people are and what to do with them was definitely mm-hmm. a big part of perhaps that. making lists. Perhaps, perhaps he might have made some lists. <laughs> they might have just been mental lists. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, it's weird. Um, I, 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 I just don't. Um, I, I mean, I guess it was really just about the way they use Christian in general. You know, I guess that was the thing that bothered me, you know. But it isn't about what happens in this specific, like, little episode, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think I just got frustrated and confused with with his role in the overall yeah. story. Because um, he, he's, he's basically the first lock, you know. Yeah. Like he gets to be the the sort of main avatar mm-hmm. uh for the smoke monster for a while. Um and I think I just had trouble dealing with that um you know together with um what he does later and also uh Christian's role like at the end. Mhm. You know. Yeah. Felt like that didn't mesh so well. I mean, maybe that's part of why they didn't want to show Christian Man in Black in season six. Like, it would have been harsher to... Because you were already talking about everyone seeing Locke, you mm-hmm. know, uh, as a smoke monster. You know, it would have been even worse if, oh, and the guy leading us in, he's a smoke monster too. Yeah, and then you leave the audience thinking, well, they're following the smoke monster yeah. in the afterlife. That's bad. So they, they're going to hell. Okay, so it was purgatory, and now they're all going yeah. to hell. Oh, I get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be that unreasonable. And and the, the fuckers, they even make that connection because they have uh, Jack find the empty coffin. Yeah. You know? Like they specifically draw that, like yeah. that that link where it's like, but no, that was the. And I feel like the empty coffin might just be Man in Black being really practical and saying, if I take over somebody's dead body, I'm gonna hide that body so that people don't have evidence that I'm not who I'm trying to be. No, 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 that is what it is. But I'm saying that the empty coffin in the Flash Sideways. When do you mean? 
at the very end, like he he you know because his father's coffin was lost. Oh yeah. And eventually it gets delivered, you know, to that to that church, and like at the very the you know the final scene, he walks in, goes to the coffin, and he opens it up, and it's empty. Yeah. You know, and then Christian comes up behind him, and it's like it's weird to recall you know, the man in black deception, which is what you're saying. Like he basically mm-hmm. just took the body and put it somewhere else to make Jack think that he had come back to life. Yeah. You know, um, it's weird to recall that in the final moments of the series, when that was mm-hmm. the man in black's, you know, attempt to yeah. manipulate and deceive him, you know, like I just, yeah. it, it, it throws me. And I, I think that gets at like the weird thing about Christian to me. That line between he's man in black and he really is Christian. Well, I think part of it is the practicality of they're not going to have Jack open the open the casket and Christian's lying in there dead and then like pops his eyes open. <laughs> right. Well, and like goes, Hey hey son. <laughs> you know, like, right. I think, you know, I feel like the coincidence between those two scenes and those two ideas is because of how they write the show more than, like, what the two different contexts are. Like, I I wouldn't necessarily link them. I think it's just, it's just, it's really, like, you know, seeing the numbers and, and saying that that means it's a pattern, you know. Like, I think it's more, like, they're, they know they did that on the show, so that's why they're kind of recalling it, because they, it's a familiar, it's a familiar visual, you know. Um, but then if you say, well, does that mean he's man in black? You know, I think that's not necessarily the case. Right, right, right. I mean, I'm sure that's not what it means. It's just, yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. It's just like a a kind of unfortunate coincidence, (laughs) but I mean, you know, they have man in black, wake up my son, tell my son I said hello. You know, there's this weird, he's using the Christian avatar to people who don't even really know who he is. Mm-hmm. You know, at least sometimes. And it, I mean, I think they could totally have, yeah, I think they could totally have made Christian Man in Black in the, in the at the end of the church. Like he could have pulled a Michael Jackson thriller and like <laughs> winked at the camera at the end, and his oh eyes turned God. yellow and oh it freeze frames, and it's like, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's how he wins the chess game. You know, is right. He, he finally gets all the lost. He's dead in all the afterlife. Together, yeah. All together. And now this is what he wanted the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's the, that's the like. I mean, you really can't disprove it, right? You really no. can't disprove that, that that's not him. Not and, and it's almost like, well, again, like we said, like, why wouldn't he get a flash sideways? Mm-hmm. And, and who knows if he can change his shape in the flash sideways. Right. Um, you know, so he could, that could have been Christian as Man in Black, and uh, the I loophole is think complete. you can't disprove that. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, yeah, I mean, what? How can you? The show, I mean, it's all, the situation is already so crazy. Like, mm-hmm. how are we gonna prove anything in that environment? Yeah. But, um, yeah, but it's weird. Uh, I definitely think they walked that line. I, I even get the sense that Christian, I don't know, I like there's 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 like this one half of me that feels like all the signs are pointing to Christian being the smoke monster, 
Mm-hmm. And then there's this other part of me that thinks like that. Also, there's a lot of signs saying like, no, it really is Christian, you know. And he's just he's in this for some reason. You mean at the church scene? Uh, no, like in the show. Oh, in the show, the yeah. And stuff. Um. And but I mean, in the church is is an extension of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's. What makes you think he's Christian? Uh, the, the comments, uh, say hello to my son, go wake up my son, like saying these things to people who have no idea who he is. Well, but that's part of the game, right? He has to stay in character regardless of what those people know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And yeah, I mean, his interest in Claire, like all those things sort of. They, they work both ways. It's like, well, mm-hmm. he's interested in, you know, he's using the form because he wants to use Claire, not necessarily the other way around, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, right. To sell it, he has to do that. But it just, it's weird. It, it comes across, I guess, I guess the one that really throws me is, um, uh, you can go now, Michael. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, Why would that be Christian? Well, there's no particular reason why it'd be Christian, but it's hard for me to imagine it being the man in black, I guess. Oh, I see. Um, and his role there is kind of like what he does in The Flash Sideways. Well, it's interesting. Uh... Yeah, but it's also kind of like Smokey judging Echo. True. Uh, where it's like, you know, you go look at it as him saying, you're, you know, you've made up for whatever. You can actually leave the island now for right. real. Not, you know, uh, not get trapped on it uh, in the spirit world, Michael, but actually leave now. You know, yeah. you can look at it as him saying that because he's about to die. Right. Um. And, and and that would have been kind of interesting, like, secret message right before he dies of, like, okay, don't hold on to this life or whatever. Oh, yeah. You know? That's interesting. Um, yeah, especially because he, he actually sees uh, the dead people. And so mm-hmm. he has some awareness that they exist. Um, and so maybe on some level he perceives that as being a thing. That's weird, though. That seems like he's trying to help him. Well, yeah, and he has read his mind, so he knows what guilt he has about what things. Right, right. And 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 he's scanned enough people to know, and and probably have seen the correlation between who gets stuck on the island and not to to kind of go. Well, if you're carrying this big guilt, this will keep you here. Yeah. You know, or whatever the the situation is. So. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's more it's more like that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But it's yeah. definitely a crazy a crazy thing to do on the show is have one character be another character and not know for a while and <laughs> Right. And then do it again. They did it a few and, times. Yeah. It was yeah. They went to that trick. And even though they they had done it before, I still didn't realize when they did it again. Mm-hmm. It was you know I don't know. Um it's really just because, like, when he's locked, he plays it differently. You know, at mm-hmm. least initially. 
He seems so much more tangible. Yeah. You know, there was there's this weird, elusive, like, ethereal quality to his apparitions before that. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, you don't really imagine, and I don't even know what we're supposed to imagine in terms of the way he passes his time, but you don't really imagine them just, like, sitting out there in the jungle somewhere. You know, it feels like they yeah. sort of just appear and then vanish. Yeah. You know? Um, whereas Locke is just really there. He's just stuck there the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Of course, they tell us that he's stuck being Locke. So, I mean, maybe there's something different about the way he appears as Locke. But... Yeah, that doesn't make any sense he's stuck being Locke. It really doesn't. Um, it definitely reads to me like just a practical decision. Yeah. Um, and maybe it's just not true. It could also just not be true. Yeah. Um, but uh, he chooses to stay that way. Or maybe he thinks he's stuck, and that's the only reason he's Well, he, he, he just almost has to say that. No matter what avenue they would have tried to take, he has to just get out the, the question of, well, why why can't you just change your shape? Why do you have to keep looking like Locke? Yeah. Uh, look like you know hard, you know Gracho Marx or something. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. Like why go go <laughs> change you know? And uh, yeah, so I think they had to say that if they're going to keep him as as Locke for any extended time, yeah, they kind of have to say that. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And they have Alana say it, which it's like I, I don't even know why she would know that. <laughs> no, I mean, even if Jacob told her, even if Jacob's like, and he will be stuck as Locke after he kills me, um, how would he even know that? Like, it's you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the whole thing doesn't really. <laughs> there's uh, there's just no there's no sense. How would they know what would happen after Jacob dies if they haven't experienced what happens after Jacob dies? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Why would he even have a prediction about that? You know, and yeah. I feel like Jacob would be more likely to know than Alana, and I don't see why Jacob would know at all. Mm-hmm. So he did have some weird stuff when he died about how long he'd be around and all that weird stuff. But then right. half of that seemed like a sham when he was telling Jack to, you know, when he was doing the leader passing the baton to right. Jack. It seemed like completely made up, like crap of like the saying. And well, now you're the leader, Jack. It's like placebo effect you know right right yeah yeah um yeah it's almost like if i don't know it's it's a cross between the placebo effect and well i guess you know what that's a question okay here's the main the main thing with jacob where i would say something happened is that you know he lived for so long yeah now the, the the thing that you've brought up is the idea that actually that would happen to everyone on the island. It's just that we don't see, you know, mm-hmm. everyone die. You know, there's so much killing and, you know, violence going on. Like, no one gets to actually live that long. Yeah. You know, to sort of test out that theory. Yeah. Which is interesting because that's the only, you know, as far as I can tell, that's the only, like, really... Well, look, and look at Richard, right? He's 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 suspect number two. Right, right. Or yeah, subject number two, and he's lived a long time and not aged. And there was a coincidence where Jacob touched him uh, during that conversation, but who's to say it wouldn't have happened anyway? Because that's just what happens on the island. Right, 
Right. Right. Yeah, it's weird. And I mean, when Richard arrives, like everyone else is dead. So it's like no Mm -hmm. one can be alive on the island as long as him. Yeah. So it it becomes a really hard thing to to test. Anyway, what I I was just thinking, like, what can I really pin down with him? Um, and and I came to the conclusion, like, what if what if the island protector isn't really a thing? <laughs> like uh-huh. like you know what I mean? I mean, does it have to even be a thing? I mean, is it just? I declare you the island protector and then the next person says it to the next person and they just kind of believe that's, you know what I mean? They assume that role, but there isn't some, you know, I don't know, some supernatural thing that happens to them when they become the protector. You know what I mean? That endows them with power. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the question, but then you have to answer the question of like, well, how does Jacob have powers then? You know, uh, if, if that's not, real magic then how do you explain his real magic well i guess what i'm getting at is like what what were his powers well he seemingly was able to appear uh at random places at will okay yeah right um he knew things about people true he built an invisible lighthouse <laughs> that could peer into yeah. houses thousands and thousands of miles away. Okay, well, you know, that's something. <laughs> <laughs> that could just be good old fashioned high tech science. Could uh, be. Could be. You know, who knows what nanomaterials he, he developed? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he's uh, just a time traveling scientist from the He's future. an engineer. Yeah, exactly. I told you it was a spaceship all along. <laughs> 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 knew that island was a time spaceship. Okay, me. okay. So the lighthouse. Um, yeah. Um. He seemingly, you know, now uh, again, there's two columns. There's, there's what did we know he did that, that seems like a real thing, and then what did it appear that he did? Right. You know, there's a lot more of you infer things. He's at the right place at the right time. He saved Saeed from getting, yeah. you know, right. like so. There's that kind of stuff. There's knowing the 316 stuff and getting the people on the plane and. Right. And knowing that that was going to, you know, uh, so we talked about that before. Like, what could he have known if he was just a time traveler? Like, if he just knew the future, right. he could plan some of that stuff. And that would sufficiently look like magic. Right. You know, I think I think building the time, uh, building the, the, the lighthouse is it's a pretty significant, like, what WTF, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. It's hard to ignore that. Um, but... Uh, was, you know, I mean, who built it? He didn't build it by himself, presumably. Um. Well, yeah, and and did he, yeah. And how did he know how to build it? You know what I mean? Who did he tell, like... Okay, so that goes back to the original idea, question of, like, is the island protector a real thing? Yeah. Um, is it, is it, you know... Whatever you think is true is true. If you think the island's healing you, it's healing you. If mm-hmm. you think the island's punishing you, it's punishing you. Um, you know, that's an idea that should be on the show because that's, that's the crux of, you know, right. interpretation, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it would make sense if, like, well, the island just has power and you manipulate that power through your thoughts and emotions and 
you know, if you think this is your prison and you're trapped here forever, then you'll never leave, like Michael. Right. You know, if you think that you should get off the island and you're destined for something else, you will, like mm-hmm. Desmond, you know, like, or whatever. So, like, um, I, yeah, it's kind of hard to tell. I think, I think I would say that, you know, Jacob only became the leader because Mother made him and, you know, sort of said you're going to do it. Right. Um... And I guess to me, you know, one of the even a question before that is why does Jacob think the island has power? You know, mm-hmm. besides the light cave, like what is he, you know, why does so so even if he let's say the idea is he manifests these powers or something just by thinking, well, what if I just want to go visit a candidate and I think about their location? If you know, can I teleport there? Is that part of my mm-hmm. magic arsenal? Like, why would he even think to even conjure something up? Right. You know, what has he seen that's magical? Yeah, I mean, in my mind, all he really saw was the smoke monster. Mm -hmm. You know, the fact that he threw his brother into the cave and the smoke monster came out. I feel like that's that's like the, you know, in terms of on screen, that's the most magical thing we've seen him witness. So, so yeah, I mean, what's the inception of the idea that he has powers as protector of the island? Yeah, I mean, maybe it's mother because she she says, um, uh, you know, I made it so you can never hurt each other. And, uh, you know, that sort of insinuates she has some weird ability to... Like, she can make things happen just and so just by sheer will I can I can uh, you know uh, uh, mm-hmm. force you not to be able to do certain things and that's supposed to be what I guess uh, maybe is what's happening with Jacob man in black right is somehow by his presence he's keeping man in black on the island right yeah 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 that's that's what it seems like just sheer willpower. Because Which like, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no. Like, why wouldn't it be the the energy on the energy in the light cave that's keeping him there? And what he has to do is extinguish it. And then once it's gone, the force field is down, so to speak, and then he can leave. You know, why is it? Okay, there is a light cave energy thing, and there's a manipulator on top of that called the island protector. Uh, and I, I mean, it makes sense that they humanize the, you know, the catalyst for this thing, right? Like making it a person is a good idea, but making it solely to, you know, it's again, a smaller version of this is uh, the, the temple and Dogen. You know, it's not just the ash right. that right. is powering it. You know, now they're like, okay, we have a manipulator on top of that. We have Dogen. Yeah. And he's part of that. And it's weird, you know, that's a, that's a pattern they have about like combining those two things. Yeah. Um, combining the mysterious thing with a person. Yeah. Uh, and then you're not sure how to take what that really means. Is it them or is it the thing? Right, right. How do they combine? Mm-hmm. Which one's really doing the work? Like, yeah. what percentage? You know, yeah, it's really... It's it's totally vague, and it doesn't even seem like, I mean, you know, on screen, like, uh, Dogen, Jacob, I mean, neither one of them really specifies, like, what they're doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Like, here's how I'm keeping the man in black out. Here's how I'm keeping the man in black on the island. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just, they just, they just seem to know, like, well, he can't come in here. And, And, you know, speaking of Dogen, what's he doing all this time that Ben is, like, (laughs) lollygagging around in season three and, and doing, like, back surgery and kidnapping the Losties and, and, like, what, what, Dogen's just hanging out at the temple, twiddling his thumbs? Yeah, good question. I think we are supposed to believe that. Well, I'm he, not sure. he's wrapped up in the nature of good and evil, and Ben is can't care less. You know, right, right. Yeah, it's 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 a little hard to that's swallow. Actually, that's actually an interesting thing, right? That Ben's preoccupation, even though he's he's more or less from the island, he knows the island has powers. He's seen the smoke monster. He knows this crazy stuff. He's not actually invested in that. He's actually more invested in the practical matters of accumulating social influence and power and material <laughs> goods. Yeah. And and gaining power and and not really he's not he's like completely he's like the opposite of Woodmore. You know, they kind of overlap in that they're they're both like these businessmen mm-hmm. who have these practical considerations with people as obstacles, but Woodmore ultimate goal is the the mysterious part parts of the island and ben doesn't actually care about that um and i think that's what makes that little part weird where he comes back to the island he's like i need to get judged and like since when did you care right yeah 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 you know because he's never like we need to organize the island we need to organize the others into this group of people who are going to like dig deep into the island's mysteries and really solve this and really know what we're protecting here and really get at the heart of this and um you know and that could have been an interesting foil you know his or like his gripe with 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 uh jacob you know he's like listen mm-hmm. jacob i followed you i did everything you told me to do um but you know you're content to just sit here and protect this place and instead of finding out like what's really going on here right you know uh that you know the idea that he wants to take the others in a different direction but that's assuming jacob cared about them which he didn't uh you know and so you know it's a different show but um it's it's weird. It's weird. You would think that Ben would be like Locke, you know, trying to investigate what's really going on. Yeah, it it really just hit me that I mean, his whole beef at the end with you know with Jacob and and all that is like how how committed he was to mm-hmm. the island and to Jacob and how he's, you know, disappointed that he wasn't uh, shown more, you know, favor or whatever um, because of that. And, but I'm thinking back and I'm, th- and I'm realizing that uh, the only times where he really sort of talks about the island in terms of being interested in it and its powers and stuff, or when he's manipulating people. Yep. When he's using it to influence people. Oh, <laughs> You want to get off the island? Well, I know some powers about the island, and that'll yeah. help you. Or, oh, you want to know the secrets of the island? Well, I know all the secrets. I can tell you everything you want to know. Like, yeah. I mean, that's even what he's doing in the scene with Jack, the the chess scene. You know, yep. he's like, hey, the island won't let you leave if if mm-hmm. you don't want. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know even, things about the island. Yeah. I don't even know if he. I mean, there is some 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 truth to that, as you pointed out, but I don't even know if he believes that himself or if he's just yeah. saying that because you know he's trying to manipulate Jack. You know. Well, that's... it's 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 one of those self fulfilling prophecies, right? If Jack never can leave, then Ben was right. Right. And at the moment, Ben is proven wrong. He's like, well, 
they changed the rules or oh i knew it i knew it would be different this time you know like it, he he's gonna he's gonna be winning every time and right. so it's like even whether it's right or wrong he'll be right he can always say see i mm-hmm. that's that's what i was talking about or, or it was a metaphor right right oh yeah that's a second <laughs> it's a metaphor Sherlock. get yeah. over it yeah yeah it's weird it's weird I because I feel like there's there's what he says and then there's what they show us and they don't quite line up. I'm not clear how committed he is. Yeah, he's so committed to Jacob yet he never once tries to go see him. Yeah, after all this stuff goes down and see like they try to tell us in his big speech they try to tell us that he was asking to see Jacob like all the time and mm-hmm. he was just denied you know and I just to me that's problematic I feel like if that's true they should have shown us that yeah you know I just I think I guess the way the story is written like it's it's a bit of a mess because they they want us to believe he does know about Jacob for like quite some time and it's really only like deep in season five, right before they're going to do the big switcheroo that they mm-hmm. reveal that he never even talked to him. So it's like if if they had shown those scenes before, then we would have known that about him way earlier. Yeah. Um, and it sort of would have changed because like that's another reveal in that story. You know, we didn't actually even know that for sure before. Know what? That that he never talked to Jacob. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was a huge reveal. And you know, he did sacrifice Alex and uh, to fulfill whatever agenda he thought made sense. Um, right. Uh, but yeah, it just it just comes. But across. was that for the island, or was that for you know himself? Yeah. What's you the know? difference? I feel like yeah, I think that's the thing. It's sort of <laughs> like for him, it's the same. That, thing. Was that? Were you quoting Jacob in that? Uh, I feel like that should have been Jacob's line. You know. Yes. Well, Ben, was that for me or was that for you? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that would have been plausible, you know, because that's, I think that's a reasonable question to ask. And, you know, I don't think the show, you know, totally defines, you know, how much that's true. But you can easily have that question because he's, you know, definitely the one of the most manipulative characters on the show in terms of, like, you know, trying to get people to do what he wants. Yeah. And and get what he wants in general. So it does, you're right, it totally feels like I want to go get judged is a left turn mm-hmm. for that character. And I guess they want that. I guess they want, that's part of his arc that they want to mm-hmm. have for him, that he becomes less selfish. Yeah. You know? um, going forward. And like, but it's it's a little awkward. I feel like that comes at a weird time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like he just gets back to the island and 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 now. Yeah, even even killing Woodmore's men was supposed to try to be a nice thing because he's keeping mm-hmm. the Lofty safe, maybe. Safe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what he said. You Which know. is like, that's what hopefully he thinks that's what Jacob wants. Yeah, yeah. Because they're supposed to go back to the island or whatever. So right. it's like he's, you know, he can make his case that he was operating in Jacob's best interest, but like, um, there's still a lot of evidence, you know, but he, he still wasn't, he, I guess that's for him. It just stopped there, you know, where, you know, it's interesting that, um, 
you know, yeah, it's interesting that some of the other bigger mysteries didn't catch his attention, I think. You know, the fact that there's a donkey wheel you turn and, like, it moves the island and, like, you know, a lot of that stuff he seemed like he wasn't surprised. Yeah. Um, uh, he knew about it. And, <laughs> and yeah, he was totally not... He wasn't shaking. He was just like, yeah, it's the do- it's the standard donkey wheel. Yeah, every you, island has a donkey wheel. Do you yeah. know anything about islands? You just you go to the donkey wheel chamber and you turn yeah. the donkey wheel and then you wake up in Tunisia. Hello, yeah. like yeah. it was so yeah. It was like and that that was part of selling Ben as he knows it all. He's yeah. he's got this under control. He he knows the secrets. You know, and it really makes you feel like uh, he's guarding this information that, you know, um, that you'll find out someday, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, it's it's only later you realize like that's it. But then it raises the question about that stuff that like, what does he think about that stuff? Yeah. You know, like, isn't that isn't that really weird? Like what? Any any reaction? <laughs> <laughs> like it's just it's strange you know you got a smoke monster summoning chamber the smoke monster judges you like mm-hmm. isn't that weird as fuck mm-hmm. like we're just gonna we're just gonna kind of be well like, he saw his dead mother in the jungle when he was a kid so weird for him right. is gonna be a little different than weird right. for everybody else true i guess the to me the question isn't whether or not he thought it was weird it's just more of like why didn't that motivate him or, or just how be did that interested in him? it you know, yeah, I mean, he doesn't have like, to think oh, it's here's weird. Another, here's another weird thing. Like, no, that's weird that there's another weird thing. But I do think, yeah, I I think the him seeing his mom was also something they should have followed up on. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's a bit of a loose end. Um, a missing piece? I would put, yes, I would call that a missing piece. Um, I feel like that belongs in the loophole episode. Um, yeah. Yeah. But because uh, they didn't really tie it together, I feel like there's there's something there, you know. Even the man in black, uh, you know, himself sees his his dead mother, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, him doing that to Ben, I mean, it feels like there's something there. Um, yeah, I wonder they could have had a, a scene where like um, it's before it's you know uh, it's before the plane crash. And Ben, Ben, you know, they're in the barracks and Ben sees his dead mother and, you know, she says something about like a challenger coming, you know. Oh, God. He's going to come and he's going to want to lead. Don't let him, you know, or something like against Locke, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and so you get that's why Ben's like super on point when the plane crashes and he's ready for it. Oh, this is the premonition that my mom told me about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that would have been great. That would have been great. That would have clarified that that whole thing. Because it does seem like it seems like he's threatened by Locke a little prematurely. Yeah, and that, and it'd be like that's why he wanted the list. He wanted to know who was mm-hmm. on it. That's why he wanted the background check because he's trying to figure out who is the threat that was prophesied. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would have been really interesting. And then he has to kind of weed through everybody and like figure out who it is. He finds out about the guy who could miraculously walk again. Yeah, and he's like, "That's my candidate right there. That's yeah. the person who's 
shown the most ability yeah it would totally make sense and then and now i have cancer and the whole thing like the drama Mm -hmm. it's like they almost have that (laughs) but they didn't make that extra step yeah you know but i think that's i don't know that happens a lot it's like they (laughs) they get two-thirds of it Sometimes they start at step two, yeah. which kind of helps them along, but but when you want to piece it together, you're still missing step one, and it's kind of like, well, it doesn't really work as well. Yeah. Yeah, step one Step one was important, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like Ethan's thing, right? That They gave us his step one, which is his right. wife's child and childbirth, totally. and that's why he's really interested in this whole thing. And totally. he's willing to do the torture Claire and put her in this room that looks like a nursery, you know, and like do all this, go to that extent because, yeah. you know, he's got a real, re- he's not just crazy. It's not just symptom of his craziness. Yeah. 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 He's, he's like, uh, you know, really committed to this cause of, yeah. Um, uh, dealing with the, the pregnancy issues. Yeah. And, for the greater good. Yeah. Just, I mean, just like, just like Ben is, but you know, not only that crazy stuff, but also his kind of, homicidal you know uh yeah hacks you know the what he did to charlie and and going up and you know murder whatever that guy was he murdered and broke all his bones <laughs> oh the guy was, in the water yeah it's a little excessive but uh he broke every bone in his body every bone in his body that's what they said <laughs> i i feel like they were like okay whoever killed there when they're writing this they're like okay whoever killed this guy he's a doctor so let's make him yeah. break every bone in his body yeah which you'll know how to do it. That's what they did. That's what they yeah. tell us. And it, there's a logic there. But just that idea of like, I'm going to kill someone every day until you, you know, I mean, going to that. And then yeah. the other saying, we didn't tell Ethan to do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was great. Oh, that was great. He just overreacted. Yeah. Um, that's, that's what it, that's what happened. And it's so weird because you think that's the plan. You think yeah. this is how the others are. And isn't it this, we, we had this similar revelation about Ben's side of that, right? Of going, okay, yeah. wait a minute. Jacob didn't tell him to get fixated on saving the pregnant women. Uh, uh, he, he had that from his own issues. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's so weird to 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 have that revelation of like these characters are operating and you think, okay, well, they have a really good reason for doing that, you know, that's bigger than themselves, mm-hmm. you know, and then it turns out nope. Um, it's themselves. That's what it it's is. Just themselves. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't have to they didn't have to look outside of that for a reason to be motivated. And yeah, it's like at the end of X Files or something, the FBI goes, You know, Mulder, um, we didn't really need you looking into those cases. Uh, yeah, it was it was fine. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't. We did we did we ask you to do that? Yeah, did we? Yeah, they like <laughs> they call him into the office. Like, yeah, we're just reviewing the last uh, ten years of your work here, and uh, we 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 found a snafu. Um, <laughs> Looks like you've been, uh, you know, working a lot of cases, uh, kind of like one every week, and um, some better than others. And uh, it looks like uh, you weren't assigned any of these. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! We in fact so didn't, didn't know you were on the payroll. Um, <laughs> oh man! I could see that. You know, the funny thing is, like, Mulder has enough internal motivation to do all those without yeah. being assigned. 
So yeah. it, it actually could work. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, no, no, I'm just super committed. I just, yeah. uh, you know. I just really got to find the truth. You know, my sister was abducted. And, yeah. Did you uh, hear the story about my sister? Yeah. Can I tell you again? Can I put it in a mobisode for you? Um, <laughs> you can watch it on your Verizon phone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a classic thing in TV in general. I mean, I've seen tons of shows that have this kind of setup where a character has some tragic events in their past. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's some family member or whatever um dying yeah. or something that uh what you know whatever those circumstances are sort of affects their you know behavior in the future yeah. you know it causes them to pursue certain crazy goals or or whatever or react in a certain way you know that's it's uh, that's a very standard thing but i think it fits into lost like uh, really well um you know because of the format yeah. Um, because it's all about people's individual perspectives, making motivations personal is like the most mm-hmm. obvious thing you can do in that environment to say, like, ultimately what motivates people is like, you know, their own experiences. Yeah. You know, less so than these more broad abstract ideas, mm-hmm. you know, that you might you might imagine that. You know, all every single other, if you had assigned them to this Claire thing, would have done the same thing Ethan did. You could imagine that, you know, mm-hmm. but it's kind of, I, I can see them wanting to say like, no, 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 this is, this is like Ethan's problem. Yeah, this is how he decided to react to the situation based on his experience, you know. Exactly. Yeah, someone with a different history in a different you know, like ben story. like if ben didn't hate his father like if ben if ben was in the position of saying listen i want to kill dharma but i don't want to kill my dad because i love him that would have been a difficult position and he would have had to do something else right um you know uh because his father couldn't become another like he's got to go if dharma's gonna go right um so you know, but the fact that he actually hated him, you know, put him in that position. So that's what he's able to do, you know. So it's like this obviously, you know, this direct um, sort of depiction of how your your experience motivates your behavior. And, and that's how psychopaths are born. <laughs> so be nice We're, to your kids, folks. Yeah, that's that's the clear don't, message. Don't raise a psycho. Um, but speaking of that, you know, because you brought up uh, Ethan's parents being Horace um, and fucking Amy, um, uh, you know, in that scene and how like weird that is. Mm-hmm. I think another missing element for me is his defection, you know, to mm. the others. Are we to imagine that his home life was like Ben's, like it was sort of abusive and and, you know, unpleasant to the extent that. He wanted to run away from the Dharma camp and join the hostiles. Like Hor- Horace was a drinker. Was Horace true? Horace was a drinker, but I I don't know. Publicly, at least, he didn't seem. Um, well, he he got he got taken as a kid, right? Because they kill. He's a kid when that purge happens, or he's fairly young when the purge happens, right? 
Yeah, well, I guess that's the question. But no, he, well, it depends. Because you see him with, happened. don't you see him with Ben when he's young? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not sure if that was before or after the purge. I think there's a controversy there about when the purge happened. Yeah. Um, you know, because that's that's the Rousseau stuff, and I think whether the purge happened before or after Rousseau is like kind of up for debate. I think there's conflicting information. Mm, um, yeah. I think Horace, right? I think if I can remember this right. Horace says, I've been dead for 12 years uh, Mm -hmm. to Locke, you know, in the dream. And that would mean that the purge happened in 1992, which which would be after Rousseau. Rousseau being 16 years before, you know, obviously, because 16 years. But how are they counting years and how do they know how long it's been? Well, yeah. You can certainly call that into question, but I think that's what the first date's based on. Yeah. And the second one is, I think the Lost Encyclopedia indicates that the purge actually happened in something like '86, mm-hmm. which would be which would be before Rousseau, like a couple years before Rousseau. Yeah. Um, and then in that circumstance, Ethan would have been because I think Ethan was born. It was like '77 when they were there, so mm-hmm. Ethan would have been like nine or something, eight. You yeah. know, and so maybe they just took him because he was a kid. And... Well, yeah, and and Ben probably had a soft spot for kids, right. you know, uh, from having his own bad childhood. He definitely kids. does. That's what the whole, that's what the Alex thing is about. Yeah, yeah. You exactly. know, so yeah, it would make sense that that that's maybe that's all there is to it, if that's <laughs> the the timeline. But it is weird. I mean, it's it's you can call it into question, and it's very reasonable to do so, and uh, you know whatever. But it's weird to have Horace say a specific number if it's not true. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like it's just it's it's bizarre. But a similar thing happens with Widmore, where he talks about like searching for the island for twenty years and stuff, and then like yeah. when you work out the timeline, it's like, uh... <laughs> yeah, uh, when was that exactly? Because he, yeah, he's just, still there when Rousseau's. I, it's just a it's just a really basic question of why would a dream ghost know <laughs> how long time has been? <laughs> you know, it's just yeah. like no one's asking that question. Like, why are we trusting a dream ghost with a calendar? Like, what is he using to yeah. sync up time? Um, now I agree though. Like if they say it, it should be true. Otherwise, well, yeah, it's have. weird. I'm reverting. I'm reverting to like the old me where I'm like, well, they said this thing, so like, why would they say it if it's not true? I mm-hmm. I understand that doesn't work here, but yeah. but it is weird. You know, I still find it a bit odd. Like I I agree. It's it's not. Um, <laughs> there's no reason to believe it. Um, you know, uh, yeah. Except for the fact that ultimately I think it's it's that's a man in black dream and I think he mm-hmm. knows how long it's been. I don't know why he feels the need to say that. Maybe he misspoke. He could have misspoke. He definitely he did the math spoke. wrong. He did the math wrong. What year is it again? It's confusing. He didn't, he didn't carry the one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta always carry that one, man. <laughs> Even if you don't need to, always carry that one. Yeah, that's a good point. No, I think I think that I think there's stuff in the show where it's supposed to be like both time periods, mm-hmm. and I think um, I think it's just an inconsistency that they are trying to 
Yeah, you know, they they sort of decided it would let's make it this date and then we can yeah. worry about the other stuff. No one will notice. No one will notice. Yeah, I mean only if you really pay attention mm-hmm. and you think about you know what I mean. Today was the first day I even thought about Widmore's life, like outside you know in terms of <laughs> his life as a business mogul. Like yeah, how many I, years did it take? It's, it's so long. It's ridiculous. It's almost been 10 years on the podcast. We definitely knew about Widmore back in season two. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's been forever. Well, putting together, putting together the two parts of his life that we found out. It's later. Yeah. Is, we don't find really, out he's an other until season five. So. Yeah. I mean, and it's so weird to piece together. Okay. He, then he became a businessman. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 all about the timing, you know, like, because they tell us that first, it doesn't seem as weird when they tell us, oh, he was an other before. Yeah. Whereas somehow the other way around sounds weirder. Like, the fact that Desmond ends up on the island that he used to be protector of, like, that should be really interesting to him. Oh, yeah, 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 that's a good point. You know, shouldn't that prove something about his worth to, to, uh, to Penny or something? Like... You know, that's such a strange thing, and I feel like Widmore doesn't ever... He doesn't see ever... that at all. Yeah, and even though He's he like, knows... Oh, damn it, Desmond, you're on the island. Get off. Yeah, even 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 Jacob telling him Desmond is important, he never was like, well, you know what, Desmond, I was wrong about you. Yeah. Uh, My deity has given you the thumbs up, but, you know, you're okay in my book. Like, that never happened. No. Like, it's no. so weird that he never kind of relented. It was like... You know, really closing that loop of the whole beginning of their relationship, right? Of like, yeah. you're not good enough. Uh, and then so it was just like, still like, at the end, all the world is going to hinge on whether or not Desmond can do this hat trick at the end. And Woodmore still doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of annoying. I didn't you know, think you, about that whole either. And they you, have like a kind of reconciliation in the in the flash sideways, but it's mm-hmm. it's kind of too little too late. I think. You'd expect a line from Widmore like, "Who would have thought you'd be the key to saving the world?" Yeah. You know I mean? And then and then he, you know, a cheesier version of the show, they would drink some McCutcheon whiskey and, and then go off on the mission. That's what they do in the Flash Sideways. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, cheesier version so of they, the show. I was yeah. right. <laughs> the cheesier version is the Flash Sideways. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, but there to me, is. that's that's too late. Like, I yeah. I feel like he should have. He had enough information on the show to to have like they didn't have to like be best friends or anything like they were in the Flash yeah. Sideways, which is fucking excessive. But like he, they could have at least had a little bit of a you know. I mean, yeah. it's it's like he. Desmond wakes up and attacks him because he was, you know, drugged and brought there. And then, and then, like, he puts him in a chamber to, like, you know, yeah. that, like, kills people, you know, just to test and see if it works. You know, that's the thing. I feel like they they, re- they wrote that, that the pace of that ending was so fast. I feel like a better version would have been uh, a sit-down scene where Widmore explains to Desmond why he needs to decide to help him do this. And Widmore can explain how he was, his mind was changed, and he sees the light now, and what this is, you know, pun mm-hmm. intended, where he's gonna go ahead and and help with Jacob's plan, and then tell Des, you know, but he goes, Desmond, it's up to you to decide if you're gonna help do this thing, and just for the record, you know, I was wrong about you, and you know, and that actually propelled Desmond to like go on this big mission at the end to wake everybody up or whatever, you know, instead of just like throwing him into the, the zap machine 
uh, as like a torture thing, even though it's kind of like, well, we need to do this, but also you're not asking his permission to do this. Right, you know? right. Uh, it right. was really, it was really weird. It was like they didn't want to take the time to do it the other way. And they even like, prove like they have someone go in there and like get killed, get like totally fried or whatever uh-huh. to prove that it's like really dangerous. But he's just like, ah, put him in there, go, yeah, like whatever, you know. Like he doesn't care about Penny's feelings for Desmond. He doesn't care about yeah. Jacob's uh, opinion of Desmond and what it means for the island and all that. He's just like whatever. You know, it's, 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 it, yeah, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it is really weird. I, I feel like I didn't put that together either. Sorry, I think I'm breaking the show right now. Yeah, it's killing me. No, I do, I, I mean, I, I definitely had the awareness that Widmore was like a thinly drawn character and it's kind of yeah. a problem, but I, I feel like the details, I didn't, I didn't really see all those details. Um, you know, I, I like, I, noticed other stuff like the mm. fact that he never has a scene with penny for example yeah um that's kind of weird um and the fact that his big conversion occurs off screen you yeah. know um i mean there's there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that i but yeah those are actually big points in his uh his big journey and uh, yeah i mean it could have been something like, you know, Jacob says Penny's sick, uh, she's dying, and if you want me to save her, go do this mission. Oh yeah. Oh, like that. Okay, great. Whitmore's gonna sacrifice his, you know, grand plans for the island and for the for save his daughter. Fine. You know, it's like he did. He never had to give up anything. You know, which is like that's not what a character arc gets you. You know, right. uh, he just kind of stayed the same. And off screen, we were told he has a different point of view but he didn't have different like tactics you know he yeah he, he still acted like the sergeant for yeah. yeah he just wanted something different you know right right yeah and he still yeah he just it's weird he's just he's the ruthless guy it's just yeah different goal i don't know it's 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 weird yeah he, he didn't actually seem to care about reconciling with penny like no. that, that didn't seem to be like that would have been the normal thing for his type of character for his archetype really. And yeah, like that's where yeah that he really he goes. was cool he was fine. He didn't really pine over that a lot. I oh like. yeah oh yeah yeah right 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 that's what you mean yeah yeah no no I it didn't seem like it's weird I did, I feel like because that um I mean as important as they wanted to make Desmond. Obviously, mm-hmm. as we've discussed many times, the only thing Desmond cares about is Penny. Yeah. Um, and the main obstacle for Desmond and Penny's relationship was Widmore. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like the story needs that reconciliation, you know? And I guess they thought that Flash Sideways was enough. But to mm-hmm. me, it just doesn't seem like enough. Yeah. You know? Well, not if you're going to bring them back together at the end. And, and then not have them reconcile, then what was the point? Like, you know, you have yeah. them team up for the last big adventure and you don't have them say, I mean, that's, you know, that's generally what you expect. I mean, that's, that's what happens at the beginning of like act three in a movie, you know, was like the characters go, okay, you know what? I learned my lesson. Now let's fight this final battle. Yeah. You know, and you expect that and it just like doesn't happen because I think they still want him to be the bad guy because, you know, he's, he's going to be bombing the beach and like, right. Right. Um, so they, yeah, they just didn't, 
they didn't have him change. They gave him all these kind of uh, avenues to change, and they just like, nope. Some people don't change uh, until the afterlife, apparently. So. Yeah, I guess I guess that's yeah. That was the tricky line they were walking. Like he he was supposed to be on the quote unquote good side because he was against mm-hmm. the man in black, but he's still kind of behaving like a supervillain. Yeah. And so it's just it's just weird to have a character of that type on the good side. Like if he had if he had um can't you know if he had come to the island with Desmond and the submarine or something. And, you know, rescued all the red shirts and got them mm-hmm. out of the way before bombing the island or something, you know, where he comes to like, yeah. I mean, that's a talk about a character arc. Like, yeah, him saving people off the island and getting them to safety would be like him completely changing from like the guy who was protector of the island. Right. You know, under Jacob. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. Yeah, that would have given him a big boost of like, okay, wow, he's really changed. He really is different. Yeah. Yeah, instead of like... But instead, they literally have him kill, you know, the passenger. Yeah. You know, they, just, they have him be the guy. You know, it's funny. They have him be the guy we expected, like, in season three, though. That's what's weird is it feels right. shifted, where it's like, okay, well, this is the guy we had expected this whole time, but by this time in the story, he should be different. Right. You know, because he's got a different agenda. So why are we getting the same old guy yeah. with this new agenda? That's the part, I think is incongruous I think. yeah it just kind of clashes and and then you know after all this you, you know finally he's like in a room with the man in black and and because the man in black says well uh, if you don't tell me uh, if you don't tell me the secret about desmond then uh, i'm gonna kill penny mm-hmm. you know and he's like well okay <laughs> it's just like really after all that, that's it. Mm-hmm. One threat, one threat, and you're out. Yeah, really? peace. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just, it's unbelievable to me that like you, you literally were talking, you were telling, uh, you were telling uh, Jen or whatever about like how if he gets off the island, your daughter, my daughter, everyone's mm-hmm. gonna be dead. We can't ever let this happen. I'm, I came here to make sure that doesn't happen. That's yeah. my whole purpose in life. I'm gonna kill your daughter if I, if you don't tell me. Okay, like what? well, it's it, it's again, it's Ben and versus Kimi with Alex, right? Like it's that situation. It's a standoff, and he goes, "Oh no, no, I'll tell you." Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he exactly. Takes the other, he makes yeah, the opposite he takes, decision. It's yeah. it's like it's like ah, actually, when it comes down to it, I. Uh, I'm a little yeah. more committed to this than I am to to this this like more general thing of like I gotta protect the island or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Um, I guess that means he cares about Penny more than the island, which maybe is a good thing, but it mm. it also seems kind of disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it, if it's one of those things where it's like, well, if I yeah, I could you know tell you and Penny safe or not tell you, and then the world, you know, might be gone. But you know, it kind of doesn't make any sense either way. Right. Yeah. But um. Yeah. Um. It's weird to find those, and I bet there's other characters like that too. Where yeah, we just haven't like thought through the arc completely, mm-hmm. and yeah. like wait a minute, like something's off there. 
Um, Cause yeah, the way the show runs, it makes it really easy to to just go with the flow, and you mm-hmm. you find out reveals about characters, and you're, you just say okay, you know, you just kind of add that to the list. Yeah. You know, but it's really easy to not like reverse connect the dots. Well, if they did this, mm-hmm. and they were doing this earlier, that means they did the second thing first. <laughs> yeah. And so like, how does that make sense? Yeah, you put the pieces in order, and then you see what's missing, and it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then, like, things start to start to pop up, and you realize, oh, yeah, that's kind of, I don't know. I think, you know, because Jack and Sawyer have a sort of reconciliation. Um, I mean, even, even Ben, like, gets reconciliation with a lot of characters, you know? He's, yeah. like, he's like, helping out at the end, you know? And it's mm-hmm. like... It's like, Ben, you know, like, and Whitmore and Desmond can't, like, you know, have, a, like, a scene where they, yeah. like, come to some understanding, you know? And, like, it, Desmond even needs to forgive Whitmore, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's... I think, I, I think they had an aversion maybe to, like, because there's all, you know, it's the same thing with Jack and Christian not really getting the, uh, yeah. you know, I knew you could do it speech, you right. know, like... Maybe these father, I feel like there's a father son pattern here where it's like when it's that dynamic, they don't get that closure. But, but like other types of, you know, peers get the closure. Relationships, yeah. 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 The sort of lateral, the sort of lateral relationships. That's a good point. That's a good point. Cause yeah, son doesn't have a big reconciliation with her father. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they don't really, I can't really think of. Any characters that really get that? Kate doesn't reconcile with her mom. Hell no. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. Locke. Well, Locke gets to see man. Uh, real Sawyer dead. Right. Uh, and uh, Sawyer gets that. I mean, I guess that's a kind of closure. Um, yeah. It's not the same kind of thing. Yeah, it's yeah. not like the end of the character arc. It's just another. Yeah. Turn. And it's not it's not a reconciliation. It's more yeah, yeah, like it's, you're right. dead it's now. It's closure. It's closure. It's not. Yeah. Um, that reminds me of that crazy idea. Like you want to stay on the island because you're afraid of him. Like he's gonna come get you if you if you leave. Like I, that was that was crazy. What was that from? I I, I think that's what Ben insinuated. Mm. Oh, to who? To to Locke. Oh, okay, yeah. Like they're like you, you don't want to, you don't want to let anyone leave the island because you know you're afraid of him. <laughs> you know, like yeah, that's weird. That's crazy. It's crazy. Something that never would have occurred to me. Yeah. Thanks for that one. Yeah. Yeah. Like pulling that out. Okay, fine, guys. <laughs> All right, well, uh, anything else on these? Uh, no, so it was, it was interesting. You know, it's all pretty breezy. All the scenes are pretty fast. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know if any of them were, like, spectacular. Um, yeah. Uh, I remember Room 4 Day being really interesting, and upon rewatching it, it wasn't. Yeah, no. Uh, I feel like that's what I was going to say when I was talking about, like, what we learned. I feel like Room 23 just, like, reiterates something. 
Yeah, it know? says, oh, by the way, that thing that happened. Yeah, okay, we it happened again. Yeah, like, it's a thing. He did that. You know? Yeah. I feel like it kind of just confirms that, makes it a little more certain that it's connected to Walt. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really tell us anything about it. You know what I mean? It I mean, what was supposed to be the... What was supposed to be the ultimate end of that a plot line? Like, there's going to be some point where he summons a flock of birds to attack people, and, like, he's got this bird power. It's... You know, <laughs> like, he can, he can like, it's summon ridiculous. hordes of birds. Yeah, that's, 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 yeah, no. Walt the bird guy? Like, no. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Bird boy? Like, what the fuck? Bird boy. There's no... <laughs> no, I can't even... It's weird uh, when I think about it. The fact that they chose to reiterate that at this stage, yeah. I think is really strange um, because I feel like they, they must know that it's not going anywhere at this point. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's just the decision to do that. I remember at the time thinking they're going to get back into this. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It seemed like they were bringing it up because they were going to talk about it again. Yeah, like, oh, that's, you know, and we did we did just see Walt at the yep. end of season three. And see? Yep. Two times is a coincidence. You know, yeah. you expect it to pattern, but not yet. It's like, oh, Walt's, like, specialness is still, uh, they're still thinking about that, you know? Yeah. And they were that that helps this episode helps explain like why we saw him. Oh, okay. Well, he's mm-hmm. he was being weird because he's got the specialness guys. See? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. It's just it seems like that's what that's what you're you're heading for, and you just don't realize. And but I feel like they knew. I mean, I just it's hard for me to believe they thought they were gonna do all kinds of stuff with Walt, and then they just changed their mind or something. You know, like mm-hmm. it's I I feel that way about some storylines, but not the Walt thing. I feel like they knew. It. I yeah, I think they probably wanted more magic, more mystical stuff. I think you know more of the Shining. Uh, you know, because and they get they get that with you know these freighter characters, right? Like yeah. when Miles comes, they you know yep. they get some more of this like people with powers, you know, subplot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They that's I guess that's the substitute. And mm-hmm. and and in Miles's case, like they trace it to his, you know, being being a child, being born on the island. Yeah. You know, so it's 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 sort of like um uh you know, he developed that power as a child. Uh just like Walt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's just that He's he's an adult character, so that means we can use him for multiple seasons. <laughs> yep. Without like, you know what I mean? It's almost like Walt should have been. Oh, he should have gone with Abaddon. Was was you know Walt in the future or something? Well, and even giving Hurley the power to see dead people, I mean, that's crazy. It is crazy. Like yeah. that that of all really of the whole main cast, right? I mean, like that's the crazy power. Yeah. Of the original losses. Yeah. I mean, I guess Desmond's uh, see in the future thing is uh, sort of a yeah. Um, maybe his electromagnetic whatever you call it is his mm-hmm. main power. Um, so yeah, I guess there are a few characters that have some sort of power. Um, which is strange. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Hurley really adjusted to seeing dead people pretty well. Yeah, I feel like it worked for him because he thought he was crazy. Yeah. 
And so he was just, used to dealing with a, like crazy things happening. So, yeah. Yeah. And also Dave, you know, I feel like Dave yeah. was kind of a setup for, well, if I can have like a long relationship with a character who's like not there, <laughs> it's like, why not see dead people? You know, it's not yeah. it's not it's not that big of a leap. Yeah. If you have that crazy of an imagination, because he doesn't think they're there for quite some time. Mm-hmm. You know, like he he kind of he, he just thinks they're um, in his mind. Yeah. You know, um, but he does adapt to it. It's true. Yeah, he's got he's got a lot going on for him with the mysterious, you know, that plus the numbers thing and winning yep. the lotto thing. Like, that's a lot for his character. Well, and, and oh, by the way, he becomes the leader of the island. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's that's an interesting thing, too. Right. For yeah. a character with almost the most magical stuff happening around yeah him. yeah he ends up being number one so maybe that's not a coincidence yeah 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 yeah. and it does seem like they are pointing in that direction when mm-hmm. you look back uh i can definitely see it um even though at the time like it, it went over my head i never would have thought the show would go in that direction well and it's funny because now it's i'm gonna say the opposite of what you said which is that it makes sense um because you know hurley has the best heart out of all the people yeah he has the most pure heart and spirit by evidence of when he gave all that food away that one time (laughs) right uh that's when he knew that's when jacob knew he'd be the you're the the one Yeah. I see that food distributing, man. Mm-hmm. Just like Jesus. You're my guy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think that's, you know, you expect the leader to be, uh, you know, someone like Jack, who was actually a leader and can, like, be proactive. But that was like a bin, you know, mm-hmm. uh, where someone would have an agenda where Hurley's just going to, like, be, be, be super nice and chill. Like, j- basically like Jacob was, I think, to an extent. Um, right. So yeah, it's weird that it kind of makes sense that that Hurley would be the end up being the guy. Yeah, well, it's like Jack was there to like get the job done, like this yeah. one, you know, do the, the be the man of action. Yeah. You know, but Hurley was the long term like caretaker. And that's what's weird about that, how that ends. And we've talked about that is it's like th- it takes three people to end the show. It takes Desmond helping Jack mm-hmm. and Jack helping Hurley. You know, yeah. like. They have all these obstacles to go through, and it's like, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird how it plays out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can see they wanted it to be uh, sort of a a team effort. And I I also feel like because, you know, Hurley, uh, he did actually come through in the season three finale with the bus. You know, I feel like that's that's probably his most heroic uh, moment uh, so far. Um, you know, but typically he's not, he's not going to like uh, march out in the jungle and like take on the others or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's just not his thing. Um, so if you're, if you're gonna, uh, but on the other hand, uh, you're right. He is, he is pure and he's sort of more stable than, uh, yeah. any of the other characters, even though he's in a mental surprisingly, institution. Surprisingly, the crazy guy's the most stable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, it's he's weird. had the most practice dealing with reality and dealing with his mind yeah. you know, as a conscious thing. Uh, yeah, it's really... Uh, yeah, you can make a case that he's a really interesting character. I think they cover it up with a lot of antics. True. 
Uh, yeah, I think he seem... gets better as the series goes on. You know. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I think it's 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 kind well, of gradual. you know, Charlie was holding him back. I think I don't know yeah. if there's a coincidence there, but uh, yeah. once Charlie's out of the picture, you know, he's got to grow better. up. Maybe. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna open up season four. Yeah. You know, and like whoever thought he could hold a, a season premiere, like I wouldn't have expected that ever to mm-hmm. to work. You know, but they start out right off the bat with him. Uh, seeing dead people and seeing the cabin, you yeah. know, and it's like, what? Hurley's involved in that now? Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's crazy. Yeah, I forgot that turn he makes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's it's starting to happen, and I I remember that it it's it was kind of gradual because I think I still didn't buy into it right away, but like mm-hmm. I gradually enjoyed Hurley more and more as the as the series went on, yeah. you know, because I do think early on. And it is partially Charlie because Charlie wasn't necessarily my favorite character either. Like they're trapped in these these antics, like you said, where yeah, it's just a lot of these. They're things. the ones they're going to for the comic relief in the beginning, yeah. and then there's a certain point in the show there's there's not a real room for the comic relief because you know they they're literally doing shorter seasons, so yeah, um, we don't need all the the fun times. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They have to actually like participate in the real story and the stuff that matters. They can't mm-hmm. just sit on the beach and and fuck around for yeah. you know a few more seasons. Like that's just not gonna work. We're that part of the show's over basically. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah. The like sitting around doing nothing show. It's like, really funny to think how easy they had in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, really. They had a lot of downtime. I mean, yeah. they had time to, like, just, you know, my whole thing this week is I'm just going to chase a frog around. Yeah, it you was know? really crazy. Yep. Oh, we're going to play find a brief. Yeah, I need to find a briefcase, maybe. We're going to play poker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really find more mangoes, like someone in my stash. Yeah. Like, they had it really easy compared to, like, well, there's a undead smoke monster threatening <laughs> to destroy everyone on the island. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's 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 completely. I mean, which makes sense. Obviously, the you know the sort of stakes and stuff should go up as the as the story progresses. But mm-hmm. uh, it is really dramatic. It's it's weird. It seems like it seems like the early seasons are really like dramatic, and there are a lot of crazy things that happen, but. Compared to what happens later, it does seem it's even the worst stuff that happens. Yeah, you know, doesn't even seem that impressive compared mm-hmm. to what they're dealing with later. Yeah, know? like, oh yeah, Ethan like killed a guy. Okay, like wow, you know, it's it's not. Oh, they kidnapped they kidnapped a kid. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it gets, oh, the raft the raft burned up. Well, it gets okay, worse it? than that. Yeah. You guys aren't even time traveling yet. Yeah, there's you're gonna endure like way beyond this. Call me when you get to the seventies and you have to go to a hootenanny. Yeah. Oh the hoot oh my god, that guy's coming. Mm-hmm. Oh I forgot about Hootenanny Phil. <laughs> oh my god. Is his name Phil? I don't know. I wanna call him Phil for some reason. I think he was a Phil, yeah. Is he Phil? Okay. I wasn't sure if he was Phil or if he's Phil in Mulholland Drive, and I'm just getting it confused. He's always Phil. That's he should just play Phil's. <laughs> he looks like a Phil. He's a Phil. There's something Philly about him. Um... <laughs> there, he's a Phil. <laughs> uh, uh... No, that's pretty much. I, it was. It was cool though. I mean, it was cool. It's cool to me. I. 
I I think in terms of the actual show and the the meat of it, like this isn't this doesn't have a lot of value. But I I do find these like just like deleted scenes, like and that's a little bit like what they are. Like mm-hmm. they they have there's something interesting about these like things on the side that yeah. you never saw, you know, in the in the main story. Like just shading in those little details. Yeah. Um. And giving us scenes that really wouldn't belong anywhere else. Oh, yeah, like the B-sides pace is, or something. Yeah, the, yeah, the pace is different. They're a little off. Yeah. Like, they really wouldn't fit in. It's just one-off little things. And yeah. That would have been fun to have for every season. You know, Definitely. Just like, here's, here's some more stuff, you know. But at the end of the day, it kind of doesn't matter. Uh, there's, you know, most of it's sort of throwaway. It doesn't really change anything. So it's kind of like B-sides, you know? Yeah, that's... They're kind of yeah. nice to have, but you could you live without them, so... I think if you're if you're a big fan of the series, it's something you definitely want to watch. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, if you just want to get the point and you're don't, you, know, you don't have a deep commitment to Lost, then, um, like some people... <laughs> <laughs> then uh no one, you know. yeah I, I don't know who i mean uh yeah then you can easily skip them and you don't necessarily miss anything i do think it would have been cool to have them for every season because i feel like that would have given the opportunity to you know fill in a few little things that uh kind of get brushed over you know mm-hmm. especially season four to season five i think yeah. that would have been a, a really good time to have some of that um but, uh, yeah, season five, season six would have been interesting uh, for different reasons. But, uh, yeah, it's, so, it's sort of like official deleted scenes, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think uh, it's it puts me in, like, a slightly different frame of mind going into season four. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I didn't remember some of these things. And it does feel to me like part of what they're doing, I mean, certainly with like putting Michael in here, I do think they're kind of setting up season four, mm-hmm. you know, in like a small way, just reintroducing him into the show. Yeah. Yeah. They were interesting. Uh, yeah. These little slices out of their regular day when Aris is complaining about mm-hmm. his sad life. Oh God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could live without that scene um, pretty easily. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's the monsoon thing. That's why they put that in there. You know, I I think that's the main mm-hmm. like reason why that scene exists. Because um, you take that out, then yeah, there's really no, um, you know. But I, I, for me, like it's weird. Well. It's, it's weird so, that they did that because it's super weird. And here's the other thing: is he could be wrong, right? Like in terms of the, answering the question, why didn't Monsoon season hit the island? Isn't it? it it's later revealed that the island moves, right? And he didn't know that. So just mm-hmm. because he said he lied doesn't mean he couldn't have been right. Right. And the reason it didn't actually come was because the island moved, and he right. didn't know that, so he couldn't calculate that. You they know, so it's given weird that to, answer. Yeah, so it's weird that he could have, they could have this sort of Mobisode confirm why it didn't happen, but that still could be the wrong answer. So, they, you know, it's weird to, you know, they, they can have a situation where they go out of their way to answer a question, but that might not actually be the answer. Right. 
Right. Because it's because later there's more information revealed. Like, okay, well. Actually, I remember something that like this happening later. Um, I think I want to say season five. I think I think it's when Miss Hawking is talking about the fact that the island. Miss Hawking is talking. And yeah, she's. Miss Hawking is talking. Uh, she's talking about the fact that the island moves. And uh-huh. I think she says something like, why did you, th- why did you think you were never rescued? Yeah, exactly. You know, and I remember at the time going, what? We were told why they were never rescued. Cause there was that yeah. whole thing from like super early. The season with a pilot says Seth, what's his, not Seth. They're looking in the wrong place. What's that guy's name? Greg Grunberg. He's not Seth yeah. Grunberg. He says, uh, yeah, he says they're looking in the wrong place. Exactly. They were like way off course. Yeah. That's what they told us in like episode one, you know? And it's like, yeah. no. And that... number two, don't forget, is uh, Widmore faked the record. So what was there to look for after a certain point? Right, right. And even even before that, they also tell us there's a barrier around the island. So yeah. it's like, if you can't even see it. So it's. <laughs> it's like, uh, but what? So is she just wrong that that's not the reason they were never rescued? Yeah. Or or is it that is it that we were wrong? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, which is also possible. And I remember at the time thinking it's inconsistent, but it's like no, they can actually they can have multiple characters tell us different reasons why they why they aren't being rescued. Yeah. Why not? You know that they're just giving their opinions. They don't. Yeah. Have... Why would they be experts on that? You know, they weren't leading the rescue. Yeah. They're just making a guess. There's based no on what reason they know. why they have to be right. You know, but it just it bothers me, and that's that's what the arse thing reminds me of. It's just it's like he well he gives a reason, and yet it doesn't have to even be right. Because the reasons are always from their perspective, which is exactly. subjective, right? He so the know. pilot gives the reason that a pilot would give, which is yeah. Based on what he knows, they were off course. She gives the reason she would know, which is the island moves. Yeah. You know, so it's like they're biased, right. but because it's stated, you you know, because we're conditioned from watching TV to expect that that's the answer. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because that's the way it normally works on TV. That's the way it normally works, and they're that's using how you that get against your answers, you. You know, yeah. it's it's not this like it's not this intense process of like, well, wait a minute, you know, they could just you, think that because... Yeah, could you imagine, like, if you're going living in that world to extreme where you, you're in class and, you know, oh you're in math God. class and it's like, two plus two equals four. Well, does it? Yeah. Or oh is that God. my just my interpretation of that? that just, uh, you just think that because someone told you that. Yeah. And... <laughs> what if I told you two plus two was five? Would it be true? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you can never know anything. It was It can drive uh, you crazy. And I think that was the the war that I had with the show in the you know, back in the days because it was I wanted it to be like a normal show. Was that the war Jack prophesized? Yes, I think that was the one. (laughs) Nice. I wanted it to be like a normal show where like you get information from characters and yes, the characters have their own perspectives and stuff, but ultimately like that's how the authors give you information, right? Because they're not going to like, they're not going to print text on the screen or like talk to you directly. It's going to have to be through the characters just practically. So that's Mm -hmm. just the way it goes. But that doesn't mean that what they're saying has to always be questioned. 
you know? Yeah, it's like, it might, it makes me think of a, a bad, really bad metaphor of, like, reading a novel, and then every, you know, random number of pages, there's a page that says, everything you read is may not be true. Yeah. And you're just expected to take that and keep reading, and, <laughs> and, and go, wait a minute, wait a minute, what? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, that would just be weird. Like, you lose your grounding, and then you, you, it's, it's just so much harder to like understand the story mm-hmm. and what things mean and where it's heading when you can't even count on, you know, the information they're telling you. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't be sure. You can like think it's right, but that's just you. Which, which, you know, obviously is a lot like life. Wouldn't you say? I know it is. Of course it that's is. The, it's the most annoying thing ever. It's like, <laughs> They're literally making the show the point that, uh, you know, you can't know anything. And we can't even, we're going to show you you can't know anything by proving it, you know. And even watching the show is like life. And the fact that it's frustrating to me is like, that's, that's you know, that's the point they want to make. Yeah, now the question is, what are you going to do about that? Exactly. How's that going to motivate your behavior? Of course. What meaning do you interpret from Well, that? apparently it's going to make me do a podcast. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> For uh, like 10 years. And uh, eventually I'm going to come to a big epiphany about the show being about life. And it's mm-hmm. going to I, help I, me I come to like, terms with it. I feel like uh, that's really got to be the end of our podcast, right? Is, is, is realizing the show is about living life and it's like ending the podcast to go live life i mean that's how it should end right yeah yeah yeah. i think that's the logical place you know anything else is just uh being a lock right exactly exactly and i think that's the problem like and you know i i have there's there's a part of me that is is very locky and in terms of trying to understand everything and trying to make sense of things and you know failing over and over again Mm -hmm. and being frustrated by that process um but i think yeah most most podcasters are definitely locks like in the old days and i think Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of the the fans and the the you know the hashtag assholes and all that you know the people who are really angry. I think that's a lock reaction. Right, that's them throwing dishes. Yeah, that's you know, exactly that's them what blowing, it is. That's them blowing up the sub, and it's so <laughs> funny. Yeah, they Carlton and Damon should have called them out on that. You guys are being locked. You guys this are is, locked. This is our point. Yeah, this is our did point. you see what happened to lock? Like, see, that's we, not we, the we, path. we we won because we convinced you you were this thing that you yeah. were watching. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's weird. It's weird that they win, even when you hate their show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like unfair, you know? It's it's yeah. it's really hard to escape something that's so all-encompassing. Like, like life? life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's a little pervasive, I think. A wee bit, a wee bit pervasive, that uh, influence. Uh, you know, it's hard to get outside that and say, like, no, this is bad. You know what I mean? Because, like, <laughs> it's a judgment, and it just it, it fits in their, their, their worldview so well. Yeah. You know what I mean? It feels like they already know. Oh, we know. We know you're going to. You well, I think that. that's the difference of the show, right, is, is most shows – create the reality in front of you and you're standing outside looking at it and judging it. And, you know, the point of this is the, the, you realize you're in the box, Yeah. you know, and you can't get outside of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's impossible. 
You yeah. know, are you are like, you alive? Yeah. Like you're there. You That's know? actually a really good visual, I think, for the show, right? Is a like a a person standing in a room looking at this box, which is which is the show, right? And then uh, above them is another box. Yeah. And the the show saying, no, 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 you thought it was about this thing you're holding in your hand, but no, it's really about this thing that's surrounding you. Outside you, yeah. And that's why we get away with, like, being able to have these comments on the interaction between you and the show by these characters' interactions with what's going on on the island. Right. Right. It's weird. It's, like, crazy... It's like, almost like a, a psychological experiment. That's what I was just going to say. It's like some crazy <laughs> mass experiment that they they did on us without our knowledge. Yeah, I feel like this whole show was like a CIA experiment. And yeah. uh, they're, they're still tracking people's reaction to it. And, yeah, it's like the first step toward Videodrome or something. It's like, yeah. it's crazy. Uh, I, 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 obviously, we analyze this thing a lot. Um you know, and, uh, you know, it starts to feel like, uh, you know, we're making a lot of this show <laughs> at this point. Yeah. But, um, uh, but I, I just have to say, like, you know, if that seems true, I mean, I feel like it's just it's pretty hard to deny that what we're saying is in the show. Because it's in, like, almost every... It comes up constantly. Always, you can always come back to it. And I think... Um... It's a it, yeah, it's a very weird it's a very weird I think uh it, it it does feel like it feels mystical in a way of like you know the numbers or something of like this recurring thing that yeah. keeps coming up so it, as much as you want to ignore it or just say well it's an anomaly or it's not necessarily a pattern or you know it's it's obvious for some other reason it's like well it seems like this is important because it you know yeah you know and so even that the act of doing that is just like making your own interpretation of what that means that that you can keep coming back to that idea yeah you know? so like, you, again you can't escape it <laughs> you can't escape sort of reacting to whatever you're reacting to yeah like or that or uh, that's just you giving the show too much credit mm-hmm. you know like i think it's it's not giving it too much credit if they emphasize it over and over and over again. Like if it's part of their point, then that's the credit that's due, right? Yeah, exactly. Like it's not. I don't know. I I just I think I think if this was something that came up like once or twice, then it would be a little bit overdone. But it's like you really. I don't. I doubt an episode passes without something along these lines um, that comes up. It's in the Mobisodes. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> You know, and so it's like if if there's any theory of the show that uh you know has uh, supporting evidence that comes up that often, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like it would be hard to you know deny that it had something to it. Yeah, like the theory that they're in purgatory doesn't have that much evidence. Exactly, not yeah. even close. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a couple of moments, but uh, yeah, it's. It's pretty there's but there's plenty of stuff that goes the other way. But I don't mm-hmm. think there's anything that gets away from this uh theory. <laughs> you no. know, where it's like it's like, no, this is all this is all scripted and it's it's supposed to not be anything like life. <laughs> you know, like I don't even know how they would get away from it. Yeah. You know, it would be really hard. I mean Like they would, we're not making a comment on life. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, they would have to, they would have to, it would have to just be like a, a like a different show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they would have to written something else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the only way to write that. It's the only way. I mean, it's weird, it's weird to say that. I mean, it sounds, I don't know, it sounds like, um, uh, conceited or something to, to, to sort of be like, well, it just has to be true. But yeah. I, but I, I feel like it's not even that. It's just, it's just as simple as you, you just watch the show and you, <laughs> and you see it unfold. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's it, again. You don't need you know, us to tell you. Like it's there. I think, you know I think I mean? it, once you, I think you need someone to point out what you're looking for because I, I think that's the revelation of this yeah. magic guy. That is the show is you don't know what you are supposed to be looking for. Yeah. To even ask that question, you know, what it's really about. And because right. you're thinking about it from your past experience. Right. You know, so already you're in their game. Right. That's uh, okay. You're bringing your past experience to, to judge this <laughs> subjective thing. Right. And you're going to interpret meaning. includes other TV shows. Exactly. The your whole, exactly how TV show has worked since the beginning of television and storytelling and yeah. what you just expect. Uh, and, yeah, it's so funny you get to that point. Yeah, I guess you're right. You need you need to know what you're looking for, but I think if you know what to look for, it's really easy to find. Yeah, and it's a, it's sort of obnoxious. Yeah, it is. It's kind of over the top. It's like it's wow, guys, like, even here. It. Yeah, even here, you okay? Wow, you're really about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Even in small scenes that don't seem to matter, like the arse thing. Yeah. You know, like that's 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 an example, and that scene doesn't matter at all, really. <laughs> You know, it's weird, but they, that's what they do. Yeah, it's a really, it's a really interesting uh, way to write, I think. Yeah, yeah, it is. I think it's unique. Um, I think I've seen other shows, like, touch on these things, but I really haven't seen the focus, the, Mm -hmm. like, really intense focus for, you know, the entire run of the show. Yeah. All the way to the end, you know, even pushing it to we're going to portray the afterlife and even the mm-hmm. afterlife's going to be like this. Yeah. Know? Like if you're not commenting on life and death on the show where most people's wrong theory is that they're in purgatory, you know, so already that's obviously a big theme on the show. Yeah. Uh, but then like, yeah, showing people's. uh Actions in life, and then in death. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe the point of the show is uh, life, <laughs> and what happens yeah. after you die. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And like even even the idea, and I think this is where they go into speculation that is consistent with the show, but you know also like really unique. Uh, the idea that the afterlife is just as subjective as the life we're in now. Yeah, and why wouldn't it be? <laughs> yeah, it's a fair point, but honestly, and, it's not. And you know why? That way, hardly and ever. You know, and you know why? And I think what makes it interesting is it's the opposite of basically any religion that purports to describe it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Because that seems like, oh, well, it's written in stone. It's going to be like this thing. And then they say, no, 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 it's actually just going to be like the same experience that you had before. Why would it change just because you're dead? Right. You know. Right. 
um, that's an assumption you made, uh, you know, by your past experience that it would be something different. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just weird for a show. I'm trying to you even know, think. That makes me rethink the, the like stained glass thing with all the religious symbols. That makes me see it less as like, these were all right. And more as these are all people's, you know, speculations and like attempts to, understand or mm-hmm. come up with an explanation or an interpretation of these things that you know people don't really know the answers to mm-hmm. you know and that like representing that in the afterlife kind of makes sense yeah and it is also something they kind of leave behind right yeah 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 but it's like it's like here's here's the sum of humanity's attempts to understand the afterlife. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like there's uh, there's a kind of logic to having that there. And then here's what it here's what it is, at least for these people. Yeah. Generalize at your, you know, own peril. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because like you can't. You don't really know. You don't really know how much that extends beyond them. Mhm. Um but uh, uh, but yeah, it feels like it's actually more saying like those religions just fit into their worldview as much as anything else does. It's just they're you know they're really concerned with a lot of these things that you know we really can't know in life because they specifically occur after life. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's interesting. I, I'm trying to think of another show where at the end of the show they they just tell you what happens after you die. Yeah, it's, like they they give a theory, like, hey, by the way, uh, I know you didn't sign up for this when you started watching a show about a group of people who, you know, land on a mysterious <laughs> island after a plane crash. But um, after you die, uh, you know, you and your closest uh, friends and family create an alternate reality where you work out your problems one last time. Uh, yeah. to compete for the chance to move on together. <laughs> this is your afterlife. <laughs> it's like a game show. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, totally really, crazy. It's I, really weird. Yeah, the, it's like, can you imagine if Alias did that? It, yeah, no. Like, by the way, um... <laughs> yeah, and then here's the afterlife. Yeah, that's it's too much. I think and Rimbaldi's there. <laughs> oh God, I'm yeah, it's a Rimbaldi. Get just oh my God, enough oh, with man. you. <laughs> you and your crazy puzzles and your yeah. inventions. It's, I want you know what I want to see. I, you know what I want to see a, a spinoff episode of Rimbaldi meets uh, Alvaro Hanzo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> they belong together. Rimbaldi's totally the Hanzo of uh, yeah of Alias. Yeah, that's yeah, weird. To talk about. That's really weird. I, uh... <laughs> well, I think, yeah, you know, that's been the biggest uh, refrain, I think, so far from this commentary rewatch podcast series is, is, is really kind of how often the whole theme of life and, and interpretation is, is really integral to the show. And, um, yeah, you don't, you don't really know that going in. And obviously part of that is them saying that, after yeah. the show was over. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then being able, again, looking for that, right? Like right. looking for evidence of that. Okay, well, really what? Because that was our reaction at first, right? Like calling BS on that because it sounds so pretentious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that Well, by the way, uh, well, two questions we were asking. Yeah. Is, What's the meaning of life? What happens after you die? Yeah. Like, get out of here with that. That sounds stupid. Yeah, that's really like, come on, get mm. a grip. No one, no one can address the meaning of life. Like that's mm-hmm. crazy. That's crazy to even approach that with an ABC, you know, ABC action, action show. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Yeah. It's it's, it's who asked, it's like who asked you to do that? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that no one did. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted my nice procedural mystery show. Yeah, 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 yeah. This week, this week it's a cop show. Next uh-huh. week it's a lawyer show. Like that's that. Then it's a medical yeah. show. Then, that's then the, shit the week they were this, selling. It's like then the week after that it's the meaning of life show. <laughs> that got that was missing from the uh, plan there. Yeah, they so did not mention that 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 was going to be the the main point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cause yeah, I think that's not something that, um, it's funny. It's like, it sneaks in, you know, it's, it's like right there on the surface and yet the show goes on without it being openly acknowledged, you know, (laughs) like no one talks about it on the show, you know, like, oh man, you know, these, these experiences we're having, they're really a lot like, you know, like no one's going to say that. Yeah. Um. It's never gonna. It's never gonna be explicitly mentioned, and so the show can just proceed as a normal show. Mm-hmm. But just the way that it unfolds will illustrate the point. Yeah. You know, and that's. I think that's how they. That's how they sneak in such a such an ambitious concept into you know what really could be, and there are many shows out there, um, that you know, have tried to capitalize on the lost thing. And I, I don't think any of them really, um, I mean, I haven't seen them all, obviously, but the ones I have seen, you know, they don't, they don't hit on this thing. Well, I think one of the things they did right with the, with the idea is they really um, identified how, and this, and this why I think it fits with the storytelling so well is they really identified how interpretation is integral to your behavior and yeah. that's that's really the lens that they use for all these characters to experience similar things right and then show what they do you know um and you know i mean that's kind of the function of a survival apocalyptic scenario anyway is okay what do these people do after this catalyst um but having that but you know the reason i think that a show like The Walking Dead isn't, uh, you know, what's the meaning of life and what happens after you die <laughs> is because they're not saying that their behavior is is um, predicated by their different interpretations of what's happening. Right. You know, whereas like even on The Leftovers, that's true. Right. It's right. like in The Walking Dead, everyone's seeing the same stuff. Everyone's experiencing the same stuff. It's not a question of if there's a zombie there or not. Right. right. Uh, or if the zombies are good or bad. Right. Or, you know, it's like, no, these are the facts and we can operate, you know, whereas, you know, Lost doesn't have that. Right. Right. Yeah. I think another thing they put their finger on that, like, I really want to give them credit for is the connection between, like, mysteries and, like, just the mysteries of life in the universe yeah exactly you know 
Um, because I think, uh, I think that is like on a, on a subtle level, it's something I never thought about, but uh, like there is a, a sense in which like mysteries work because you, it's a, it's a kind of, um, nicely packaged way of tapping into that, that uncertainty and confusion that you have all the time about. Well, this. what's funny is it's the number one thing, right? I think, I think it's the most primal thing is mystery. Um, yeah. we start with mystery, <laughs> um, everything's a mystery for any sort of like thing that's alive. Right. Um, you're yeah. constantly operating in life with mystery and trying to find answers to questions for survival. Yeah. Um, and so that's, it's kind of a shortcut to the most, you know, relatable thing there is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it's so, it's like cheating in a way. It's like, well, you pick the biggest thing, but it's the biggest for a reason, uh, you know, so it kind of makes sense to pick it. Yeah. And, and, you know, I never really thought about like, why do I enjoy mysteries so much? Mm-hmm. You know, but I feel like that's, I feel like that's there somehow. Like, like, you know, I enjoy, I enjoy horror movies because of the, you know, the sort of, the sort of weird, um, uh, like survival kind of, uh, you know, tapping into those, those mm-hmm. primitive instincts, I guess. Yeah, like aspects. Yeah, exactly. Like, like getting getting a chance to exercise those things that are there but that i don't really need it's on because a daily basis. yeah your limbic brain wants to be on the planes hunting you know animals yeah but that's not your normal day but you go watch a horror movie and you get that same feeling of like danger in life because that's in your dna you know right exactly yeah and like i i kind of understand that but i never really uh i never really thought about sort of mystery like what is it what is it about mysteries that are appealing Mm -hmm. you know and especially like mysteries with answers you know because like i think that scratches the itch that you can't do in in life you know what I mean? yeah. that it tells you here here's the solution you know mm-hmm. and, and so i mean you get a few of those in life but it's pretty rare and that's what we want right we want to believe life has answers if you look exactly. the right way at it if you if you do the right thing if you do the right you know say the right thing or believe the right thing uh it'll all work out or you'll get the thing you want or it'll make sense and um yeah, it's just weird to kind of just set up a playground for that and have characters just say, go play in that world where uh, things don't make sense on a very physical level because you're on its island. Yeah. That's, that's really crazy, you know? Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. And I didn't, I just, when I started, well, I just didn't know I was ready for this. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like, I, I don't think I, I mean, I think I would say I enjoyed Mysteries at the time, but... Um, I didn't really appreciate what a what a deep thing they tap into. Yeah. You know, and how like because they because they hit you on that level, just like with the the horror movie, you know, it's a it's it's a different kind of thing. It's a, it's more um, uh, you know, it's more about consciousness and less about like instincts. But, yeah. Um, but you know, because they tap into that, it, it's it's very powerful. You know, mm-hmm. it can really drive you to think about it a lot. Um, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Uh, but that's, you know, I, I, w- I just wasn't ready. And, and, and it, it makes me understand why I like other shows more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? 
<laughs> like it's it helps me understand a lot of things. It's weird. Uh, and and I feel like they they specifically uh, identified this element that um, I think I think other stories have have like touched on, but I haven't seen one that really uh, brings it to the forefront so much in such a major way and ha- builds it into the DNA of how the show operates and also like what the show is supposed to be about in general, you know, mm-hmm. like mysteries are not usually about like the idea of mystery itself in, in, in life. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're usually about the specific mysteries that they're supposed to be about, you yeah. know? Um, and that's it, you know? Uh, it's, it's like, it's generalized. Um, it, it kind of makes me think of, like, the difference between Lost and, like, The Prestige, right? Where, like, yeah. you know, exactly. without necessarily spoiling the ending, like, <laughs> if they didn't tell you definitively how it happened. Right. You know, right. that would be the Lost way mm-hmm. of just leaving it up to you to decide, well, was it something practical or was it something supernatural? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's why, I think that's why the, you know, when I get full answers for things... Um, I might enjoy them or not, but ultimately that's a story that I can forget about. Yeah. You know, much more easily. Yeah. Um, whereas something well, like yeah, this... I think on the Unsolved Mysteries definitely are like earworms, you know? Like yeah. Part of the, the song you repeat over and over and you never get past the connecting part because you can't quite remember it, so you just reboot and think about it over and over again and... Yeah, it definitely has that quality where you're just wanting to connect, uh, connect it, and then so you can leave it alone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like unfinished business. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I can keep chipping away at it, and like I'll finally get there. You know, even though I feel like all signs are pointing to like this might be a completely pointless quest. <laughs> it, that's such a funny sentiment you you just said because there's a there's a really great Star Trek Voyager episode where like that's really the theme of this like villain character who like is trying to change time uh b- uh by like uh like wiping out entire species so he could like re re uh reform his 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 lost loves colony or whatever but like it's this impossible task he has that can that you know any rational person knows can never be done, but yet he's like still gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Still gonna do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, I think that's that's what a lot of people do. You know, they they try to understand these things, even if you know there's very little hope that they ever will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so it's 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 predictable that I would fall in this pattern, but it, it does feel a little bit crazy. And yet I do get satisfaction out of feeling like we've made progress to the mm-hmm. extent that it's possible. Yeah. Um, so it's sort of like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a weird space. I, it's, uh, it kind of blows me away when I, when I think about the, the trajectory of, of, of thinking about this show and how that's been um, mm-hmm. over the over the last several years, like the the place where I am with it now is so unrecognizable to the way I was thinking about it back in you know yeah for sure 2006 or whatever when we started this thing, like uh, there's just I I was so not on this level I was I was much more just it's a TV show and we're gonna mm-hmm. get these answers. 
So we're just going to speculate about, like, what the latest shit is this week, and Mm -hmm. then we can, you know, uh, hope for the day when they finally tell us what the answer is, you know? Yep. Yeah, like every other show you've ever seen. That's how shows are. (laughs) (laughs) It's part of the definition of a show. Look it up. Exactly. Yeah, they, they really they really it's so it's so again ironic that the, they pitched the show with this document that's that that's you know hyping how traditional it's gonna be. <laughs> yes. Uh and then they go and make the complete opposite show. I know, I know. And it's amazing to me also that that a show like this would be would be like a like a mainstream network show. You know, it's not a cable show, it's not you know what I mean? They, it's not a super arty show. It's it's got a lot of um, you know traditional action adventure kind of business hero- yeah. heroism and you know a it lot. It actually of... is not that far from like an '80s action adventure show. Yeah, you know, it really could have come on. It would have been way ahead of its time then. But like, <laughs> it really it really feels like it, it's that kind of vibe and pace. It's just not as cheesy as one right. you know, what we would right. see today. I mean, take away, take away like the, some of the mystery elements and a lot of the strangeness and, you know, that, that, that weird pervasive attitude, like a lot of the missions they do and stuff. I mean, yeah, it could be, could be the A-team. It's like the A-team. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, why not? I mean, I mean, they're clinking beers on skeletons heads, you know, Sawyer, Sawyer's like face. And, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Saeed's Mr. T. Saeed's probably Mr. T. Yeah, like, I feel like they have, you know, they have those personalities. And even mm-hmm. when they engage in missions, like, that's kind of how yeah. it plays out, you know? Like, yep. Kate's a plucky woman that they told to stay behind. And yeah. she called him anyway. Yeah, yeah. They totally do all that stuff. And I, I guess that's how they get away with it. Mm-hmm. You know, because it, yeah, it plays yeah, on that they want, Yeah, they want to tell the story that's like the stand, you know, with right. like wars and nature of good and evil. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. weird to have those two things at once. <laughs> it is. It is. I, um, uh, yeah, I'm surprised it worked. Like, it's lucky that they, they caught a big audience and that they, mm-hmm. uh, were, you know, were able to have enough clout to actually, you know, get. Um, a specific commitment for for an end date mm-hmm. you know because um, a show like this could have easily um, just ended too early and they didn't get to realize their full thing you know yeah I, and I think like the idea of a show a mystery show not giving all the answers is going to pave the way for other shows to do that at some point oh yeah you know like Les Revenantes you know or The Return mm-hmm. like they might end up something like that by the end of like, you just never got all the answers. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or leftovers may be like that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Leftovers. I really wouldn't be surprised. You know, we know your games, Mr. Lindelof. We're, we're on to you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fool me once, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like I, six seasons, blah blah blah. I'm expecting it this time, so it's it's a different experience watching the leftovers, definitely. Yeah, I feel like you. It's like I watch it on guard. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm anticipating the moves. Yeah, uh, uh, there's, an, there's an extra what, layer there. What is it really? Because whatever's on screen isn't what it really means. No, 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 that's not. Yeah, if you, it, it is like a, it's like a magic trick, right? Yeah, if you're watching the screen, you're watching the wrong thing. Right? <laughs> 
the actions on the side, you know. Right, right. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird to have that to sort of know that that's that's probably the right way to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> don't get too hasty in making conclusions. That's exactly. And yeah, and don't that's necessarily believe and don't believe other characters' conclusions. Right, 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 right. Don't assume because someone says something like that's the official word. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally learned that. And, you know, other shows, like, uh, do have some of that, but, you know, that's one where you can be sure it's, um, it's gonna, it, they're, they're gonna be those elements. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, it will be interesting, these, like, newer, newer mystery shows. I mean, there was, um, Wayward Pines, uh, oh, if yeah. anyone's seen that. Um, there's, there's some fucking answers if you're into those. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get real specific about answers. Uh, nice. If you like, if you if you're into like answers and like I know everything about everything. But you can one watch question that though, show. one question: Do they have answers? So many answers. All right. More answers than you ever wanted, at least in my case. Um, yeah, I, it's it's weird. It's like it's like the it's almost like the opposite of loss. Yeah, and it's and it's interesting again. Like, um, it, it's it's just a strange uh, thing to you know a theme to pattern a show on this whole idea of life because like yeah whatever your reaction is it's applicable to the show you know yeah it's just so you exactly. can always you can always go back to it yeah they can't you can't you can't escape them mm-hmm. whatever you do is contained in their idea. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you're part of the game. It's like it's like if you went to a play and you know the 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 guy stands on stage and he says, "Okay, the play began before you entered the theater." <laughs> yes. And and no matter what happens from then on, is part of the play. Yeah. No matter what happens, is part of the play, and uh, you have to decide. No matter. So if you get up and you stand up and say, you know, you guys aren't doing anything. You, 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 that, that was your part right. participating in the play. <laughs> and now what does that mean? And how is everybody else going to react? Exactly. And then yeah. another person says, be quiet. This is part of the performance. Just yep. go along with it. Now you have two different opinions about yep. this event. Yep. And you're going to have people going on either side. And then, yep. you know. The and locks then, and the jacks. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's what it's like. It's weird. It's a, it, it does. It seems like that's that's why it's weird. It seems like this extreme, um, you know, uh, sort of avant-garde experimental thing. <laughs> you know, and it's like it's hard for me to process that with what is actually a really normal show. <laughs> yeah, and it does seem like that's giving them too much credit to call it that. But it's like, well, what else did that? What else is doing? Yeah, that? that's the thing. That's the thing. If you can point to like ten other shows that do that, as opposed to the other stuff the show does, that yes, plenty of other shows do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that would be more convincing to me. But I can't. Um, I've seen. I mean, I haven't seen every show out there, but I've seen a fair number of them, and I haven't seen any that really do that. 
thing. Yeah. And do it so thoroughly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? They do it. It's like, okay, you know? Like okay, it's, already. We get it. It's almost it. like yeah. they overdo it, you know? It's, it's kind of really... like, it's kind of like the, if that was people's criticism of the show, I would actually be refreshed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you know what, guys, you know, the problem with Lost is it's just too much like real life, you know? Right. Uh, every single thing that happens on the show just is telling me that this is how life is. You know, right. you can't really know anything and you have to make your best judgment and yeah. sometimes you make mistakes and sometimes you, you know, and it's just like you go on and on and on and, and you know, um, that would be reasonable. And I just get tired of hearing that, you know. You're tired of hear- like, yeah, it's like I get it already. Yeah, and it's like that that would be valid criticism, um, but no one ever says that. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that. Yeah. As the problem with Lost. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's just not there. It's too um, consistent in its theme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Too exactly. consistent by half. <laughs> yeah, I think if you were going to criticize it, that could be something you would say. Because um, it really is, uh, like, they they don't, they just don't quit. Mm-hmm. You know, with that. I... It's it's hard to even think of a scene where, you know, any of the sort of big scenes of the show where that doesn't play a role. Yeah. You know, it's so everywhere. You won't need to, you know, reach to find something. Yeah, it's, it's, it's everywhere. Yeah, it's built into the show, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, I don't know. I mean, that doesn't necessarily make it the best show ever mm-hmm. but it does mean that they you know they 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 tried something very ambitious and they 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 accomplished this thing that a lot of other shows haven't done and you know there are other things that shows can do besides this yeah yeah <laughs> and uh yeah i feel know. like no one called out that they did that yeah yeah exactly exactly and you know just the basic you know, the, the way the basic structure works, the, the character arcs, you know, acting, um, uh, just, you know, the aesthetics, the music, the scenery, mm-hmm. the way they shot it. You know what I mean? Basic stuff like that. I mean, all of that could be better or worse than any other show, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, and I would say, personally, just uh, purely visual, aesthetically or whatever, I, Lost isn't my favorite show. Mm-hmm. Um, or music-wise, or whatever, uh, you know, I prefer Twin Peaks. Even just watching Battlestar Galactica, like aesthetically, I I prefer that show to Lost. It has this it has this atmosphere that I think Lost doesn't capture, you know. And I I always kind of wanted it to, but it it just doesn't. It's it's more I don't know, more mundane, more down to earth, more yeah. You know what I mean, it doesn't have such a, a vibrant and interesting visual style uh the way they the way they use the music um and all that stuff just you know the surface level stuff kind of yeah um or twin peaks you know um i think i find both of those shows but that's that's a separate thing from what we're talking about you know so it's not like i'm saying lost is the greatest show on every level (laughs) yeah for sure but they do this thing and they do it really well (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know and i can't and other shows don't and uh so that's you know i think that's the that's the point i think that's where maybe it's not it's not giving them too much credit it's giving them credit for what they're doing yeah i think so you know um 
Because, yeah, I mean, it's like, I mean, Frogert is fucking terrible. And, mm-hmm. that, and no amount of meaning of life is going to make him a good character. But but here's the problem, right? Because you can't escape it. Is <laughs> that's, that's part of life, is you are annoying people you can't escape. I know. I know. Of course it is. Of course yeah. it is. Yeah. It's yeah. like trying to describe the universe without using math or something. It's like, well, you know, or trying to define a word without using the word. It's kind of like, well, I have to use these tools just to even investigate these tools. Yeah. So, yeesh, you know, like mm-hmm. it doesn't, it's going to be a problem there with my conclusion. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. I can't. Um, I can't. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think to have um, I mean, could you imagine like Scooby Doo and they have this like <laughs> mystery oh my God. that's just like super pervasive and like oh at the God. end it's like uh, uh, Shaggy's like, well, I don't know, Scoob, uh, I think all this, uh, I think Mr. Johnson was being a ghost because uh, you know, meaning of life. <laughs> Well, that's just what you think, Shaggy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I made a different interpretation. <laughs> and then they just they just slowly turn to the camera and it's like the end. Yeah. But well, how could you? Oh man, doing that to kids, it would be crazy. Here, kids, this is a life. It's like. Yeah, and then the kid is like, "Mommy, Scooby Doo made me sad." <laughs> What's an existential crisis? I have that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's totally ridiculous. Um, and yeah, mysteries are just not normally written that way. The natural structure of a mystery involves uh, giving answers. <laughs> Why know? do I feel like that would be the French version of Scooby-Doo? Like, that, <laughs> every episode ends with them, like, taking out a cigarette and, like, not solving the mystery and just, like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Scooby. <laughs> Je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. <laughs> oh, man. I can see it. I can see yeah. it. Yeah, because, like, they don't coddle their children. Like David, Look, David, kids, just Scooby-Doo. Yeah. You just have to learn. You just have to understand that this is what life is like. Mm-hmm. You are not. I don't care if you're two. You're ready for this. <laughs> Yeah, it's like when you when you when you're opening a box of cereal and you're expecting a prize in there and then there's no prize. Yeah. It's like that's the point. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes there's no prize. That's it. That's I'm glad it. you learned that lesson. You Actually, know. more often than not, there's no prize. So you yeah, really shouldn't exactly. have. Ex- it's it's your fault that you expected a prize. Yeah. And you you should have perhaps you should have uh, valued when there was a prize more often. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly exactly how lucky you were to get a prize ever ever yeah most boxes don't have prizes exactly the box is a metaphor <laughs> the box is a metaphor oh god yeah is this the magic box no lock this is the fucking magic box <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah Let's not get started on lock. <laughs> I know, I know, we can't. I just magic box. Magic he's box. he's like he's like Gomer Pyle. Like, <laughs> how did, how, why is he Gomer Pyle? <laughs> well, I don't know, Sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll blow up the sun. <laughs> yeah, he does get he does get really bumbling in season four. 
Um, especially that stuff at the end. Mm-hmm. It's like with the flowers, like he gets, he Ben gives him these specific instructions. You gotta go to the chrysanthemums, and then you gotta, then you gotta find the lever, and then the, the elevator mm-hmm. will, a door will open, you know. And then he yeah. goes over there, <laughs> and then Ben's like, couldn't find the chrysanthemums. He's like, well, I don't know what they looked like. <laughs> He's like, you can. I gave you a three-step process. You can even get to step two. I know. He didn't even get past the first fucking thing. <laughs> He's just standing there staring at the wall. And it's like... Oh, like God. the fate of all these people rests in his hands. I and know. And he couldn't get the chrysanthemums. And it's just like, and, why? And he's the guy who's about to go convince everybody to return. I know. I know. Great. I'm glad that's his mission. <laughs> That's going to work out really well. Yeah, Ben does a better job than he does, and everybody hates Ben. Yeah, exactly. It's it's ridiculous. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, Ben did it. Ben, it was so easy for Ben. Yeah, yeah, he just totally, like, But they did what Ben does, is he used their sympathy for Locke, because he was so pathetic. Like, Locke even died over this. It's Mm -hmm. just like, oh, jeez. Yep. Of course he's dead. Oh yeah, yeah. Lack died, and you didn't go to the island. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I think we could ramble on forever, but uh. As usual, yes. But uh, yeah, it has to end at some point. Um. We'll certainly be back for the season four premiere. Yep. Looking forward to it. Super cool. Like getting into that stretch. Um, should be should be fun. It's gonna be mm-hmm. a roller coaster, high octane adventure. Yeah, it really it really goes into high gear in those uh, in those seasons. So there we go. All right. Well, until next time. Thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck.